0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yalla. And this week, right now,
1: is another special episode. Well, this one is um close, close to close to our hearts, Yeah, close to our hearts. Because, because I feel like he was always there. He was the first guy to believe in us when we were YouTubers <laughs> from mainstream media. From mainstream media. Yeah, from mainstream and media. And after when he broke off from mainstream media and made a huge success in his next field. He was also the first guy to like recognize that we were also trying to do it also. Like, yeah, yeah.
0: And, and I mean, right now he's the co-founder of three of the biggest podcasts in Singapore. Um, we have known him since 2014 when he first invited us on his radio show. Mm. So we'd like to welcome with open arms, our dear friend Za Ismail. Thank you. Thank you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, good like to finally you. have you on our podcast, man. Yeah. I, like, I like this setup. What's, what is it what was it called? It's called what's a called? DIY in the office turn studio. Damn. Lamping, glamping. Glamping. Oh, glamping yeah. glamping I see. sound studio. Yeah, it sets it, the mood, man. It literally yeah. is an outdoor tent uh-huh. that we set up in our office I and see. we soundproofed it. Nice. Yes. Yeah, nice. yeah. So so you do you do you remember back in tw- I think it was twenty fourteen when you were mm. the you invited us onto your radio show. Yeah, I remember It was like a really long time ago yeah, yeah. And, long and, time, like, time ago yeah. I grew up on YouTube I
2: think you know this uh, yeah, and, yeah. I, and I I watch uh, like local YouTubers and you you guys were one of the first few that came into the radar like previously I was I was consuming things like the wine cone mm. Niga Higa what was that guy? there was this uh, Kev Jamba mm, yeah, yeah, during yeah. those days you know the you guys, OGs like, yeah and then I saw your, your swimming video at like what is that ah? Uh? I was like, wow, these guys are crazy, man. I think he's going to be the next big thing. Oh, man. And I yeah. don't know, like in my circles, I don't know, like maybe in radio traditional, they're quite slow in mm. picking up these things, right? Yeah. So I was like, let's bring them in. Uh.
0: Even though my listeners might not know who you guys are, I think it's yeah. important too. Yeah. You know, and that, that really meant a lot to us because yeah. for. Up to that point we were still uh trying to figure out the space. Mm-hmm. And you inviting us on your show almost gave us a bit of credibility, like oh shit, mm-hmm. the 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 big boys are
1: listening. Like so it was a big deal, like we wore yeah. I remember I wore my <laughs> sports jacket. Yeah. And we I told my mom, <laughs> I'm gonna be on national radio. Damn <laughs> I'm
0: gonna be on national radio. So yeah. that was when you were with Media Corp uh, hosting the one of the Malay radio channels. Yeah, it was yeah. it was and, and your background has been in how long were you in radio by then? Man, I was in radio for six years years Mm -hmm. before i quit in 2019
2: and then we started with one and then right now we have three three podcasts yeah Yeah.
1: so So, but you say three podcasts but mm where where let's not downplay that that your podcast is 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 and was for very 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 long time you're like almost like the Roger Federer of podcasts in Singapore, oh, like. oh my God. God. You maintain number one for for damn long on I the see. Spotify charts, right?
2: Before Spotify changed their algorithm, oh, yes, yes, mm. correct, correct. Yeah. We also we
1: also suffer for that, but but yeah, okay, let's go. Is it was probably the first. The first time a lot of people actually heard of podcasts in Singapore. Mm, yeah. Right. Um for 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 good reasons and also like yeah, for bad reasons. You can I say also, it, no for bad reasons. Do I not like uh But I there's no such thing to, as bad yeah. publicity, you see so well, that's what they say, right?
2: It is what it is. I yeah, mean, yeah. uh I, I always feel like um as a content creator, right, you need you need to move forward and you're gonna make mistakes and uh the thing is, you don't report to level of bureaucracy, mm. unlike back then in traditional. I mean, mm. I can safely say when your video you uploaded when you were swimming in that, that could there there are grounds mm. for arrest, correct, correct, right? Correct. It's yeah, like public yeah, yeah. nuisance, and know. But but you push the boundary. I think mm. as content creators, we do that, yeah. and when we hit like a, a brick wall, it's either you break the wall or you just go right along it, You know that sort of thing. So I, I feel. In my journey as content creation, in mm. content creation, you will face this sort of shit. Uh. It's yeah. just that how how we want to move on. Some some channels just close mm. yeah. because, you know, they face this sort of shit. Some uh pick themselves up. I draw inspiration from things like people like Logan Paul. You mm-hmm. know, he got cancelled big time. Yes. Remember? Yes. And then I saw how he um he kind of like grew his channel and then Created alternative content, and then he's right now. I don't know, fucking rich, bro. Mm. Mm.
1: And do you watch the? Do you do you hear about his his brother like yeah, winning yeah, yeah, the boxing yeah, yeah, match yeah, yeah, over the yeah. weekend? I think that's brilliant, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like
2: from a YouTuber, and then he becomes like a pro athlete. Yeah. Calls out. I mean, this twenty twenty one is the. This is the time where we can see a YouTuber. Mm. Facing like what me weather. Yeah. I can never imagine thing. those yeah. sort of things happening back then back during then. our time.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. They're really creating opportunities for yourself. La. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's something that um I think a lot of people were inspired by what you did also. When you when you basically you said no to uh, you know the, the iron rice bowl of, of you know mainstream media and everything. And you said you're gonna set out yourself and do podcasts. Yeah. And you built into the most popular podcast in Singapore. La. Um I mean um I think a lot of people don't understand how difficult that was. Uh. But can you difficult. just walk us through a little bit of, a little bit of that time, la? Like, oh, what kind of uncertainty went through your head as you were it, yeah. leaving your job? Because it that? wasn't all rosy, la, Right? It, it wasn't. Yeah. It's very easy to to look back and then like, oh, you know, I got all this success now. But he uh, from
0: radio, wa? of course he can do. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <wa? laughs> he been six years, wa? Wa? Yeah. He got so many clients. Just, just. Of course, and, oh, no, no, no.
1: Well,
2: well, that's what people say now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So back then, when uh, the whole, the whole motivation of like quitting traditional radio was I'll be honest there was a change of management Mm. like the previous management were the ones that talent scouted me I was doing like uh novina malls you know those kind of like uh gladiator runs outside mm, i was mm. just doing those like kind of small hosting. gigs yeah hosting oh, okay, okay. I, thought, sh- I thought you meant you <laughs> no, no no no. i was I was a cheap just host just, yeah <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so i got inspired then i saw people like uh i forgot what's the name of the djs are uh, from power 98 they were doing mm. they were doing only for two hours and they left so i was just mm. covering mm. yeah so i was the cheaper Version of the MCs uh. So mm. I was thinking oh, Wow This is kind of Cool job I just come here Talk for 2 fucking hours Then you go back home yeah. And then I was talent scouted From that particular event wow. So The whole management Kind of like uh, were, were, were really The people behind The foundations of radio mm-hmm. They taught me How to how to speak They taught me How to dribble They taught me how When they give Like a particular uh, Product They taught me How to sell mm-hmm. You know, So throughout The 6 years I had in radio Were uh, arguably One of the best years In my life Mm. and then also you counting now so, like, mm, right? yeah, mm. and then after the change in uh, management it was a very uh, I'll be honest a very pro tv management so back then there's a traditional rivalry between radio and tv mm. for the longest time yeah, yeah. so back then the head of everything was a radio person and then they changed to a very tv person so mm. naturally uh, I fell out of favor and they started nitpicking so it's, it's really shitty. So throughout the months that I came to work, I, I didn't feel like working. Mm. Um, and of course, uh, several mistakes uh, that I made on air were like uh, were like blown out of proportion. So I felt like I don't think I I can have any career advancement anymore
3: mm. in radio.
2: Mm. I felt that, I felt that. So I tendered my resignation and I told my friends who also ex-radio uh, DJs like, Dane was fired uh, mm. because he played the word fuck on air. Did mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I tell you? Yeah, sorry. Uh, no, I, t- I think vaguely, briefly, briefly. Yeah, briefly, yeah. yeah. So but let's just keep yeah. it at that. And uh. and I, I pulled another on air co host back then Razi to be on board, and then I put one more guy who was also from uh from the same corporation, but he was from the new side. He was a product manager, mm. and all four of us we to start we started this, and I I, I told them like, uh, I've enough money to last the year. Uh, let's just do this shit, and even if we have fifteen mm. listeners, right, mm. we just fucking do it lah. Mm. And my ex-boss and also my immediate supervisor was asking me, What are you gonna do after this? You have a you have a family to feed, you have yeah. a kid, are you not thinking of your kids when when I threw the resignation letter? Then I said, I'm gonna do podcasts. And then she said, What is podcast? Oh. So I opened Spotify at the point I was listening to Conan O'Brien. Yeah. Uh I think Conan O'Brien needs a friend. This is podcasting, you know. And I played some of the episodes, then she was like, Nobody in Singapore listens to podcasts. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> this was in what twenty nineteen? 20? Uh, I think two thousand and eighteen, late two thousand and eighteen. so uh. I need to serve one month of yeah. like you know notice, uh, uh, yeah. notice, right? So I think that was end December. She was like, why do, do this? Nobody listens to podcasts. I'm like, yeah, that's what you think. So how
1: about your f- your family and close friends eh, outside of the radio? So, yeah, what no. how would they how would they what are they advising you to do or not do?
2: Like my parents generally have never advised me. Okay. To, this is a this kind of like a sad story, kind of, because uh, um, in my foray in entertainment, mm. uh, they don't really like what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <So laughs> Welcome to the <laughs> crowd. <club. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah, I was raised a conservative, you know. Uh. So, uh, so uh, there are some traditional jobs that they'd they like me to, mm. to pursue. Sure. And at the time, I was teaching English and science. Mm. So for them,
1: Education. That yeah,
2: education, yeah. rice bowl, you know, for your family. So entered entertainment at the point time in radio. They were like, "Why are you doing this?" You know, there are some grounds. they are against our religion. You know, you're making a mm-hmm. your money off playing songs, uh, entertaining people. So you understand where yeah, I'm coming from. Yeah, yeah. was yeah, yeah, yeah. so like, fuck it nah, I just want <laughs> to. <laughs> at the end of the day, every month you give you give money, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, from like my parents, uh, I didn't even tell them that I I, I quit radio. Mm. You know, mm. I, I, I started this journey and I think over time they kind of like accepted it. And I mean my, my parents are cool with what I'm doing. Mm. It's just that they are not really consenting of what I'm doing, like you get mm. I'm from. But like it's your life, right? As long yeah. as you give money every month, I'm okay. Yeah. And my wife is very supportive. Mm. Very supportive. She's like, if you um if you don't see your future with radio, then just quit. La. It's okay.
3: Mm.
2: Yeah. And um I think I don't have many friends. Mm, I like, only have like mm. a close family circle. yeah. And then of course my partners are uh, some of the people that actually hang out with. And mm. they are actually running their own businesses already. So like, let's just fucking do this. And then we see where, where it goes. And then we, we went for the first month. It was fantastic. We got like half a million streams. I think mm. in, about, uh, in about one month. Wow. One, your first ha- wow. month. Yeah, the first month. It's half a million streams collectively. Wow. Mm. So like, hey, these are some things, yeah. Is really something, and then in our second and third month, uh, all radio sponsors gave us a call. Was oh, it? Yeah, mm-hmm. they were like, "Hey, what are you guys doing? Uh? You know, I like see, this I sounds see. interesting, because we were shouting on social media half yeah, a million yeah. streams in this month and yeah. uh, all that kind of shit." So we explained the concept.
1: Also, they, they didn't actually know what a the podcast they didn't, know. It was. they didn't know, They didn't know. Oh, we explained yeah. how it
2: works. We we gave some examples. Yeah. And then we said, uh, I mean, if you want, you can come in. Mm. And, and they came in. So yeah. our first sponsor was actually an ex-radio sponsor. Mm, uh, so they came solid. on board. And then they got really good return of investments, much more than traditional. So they stayed on for the long haul, and then we yeah. revised the price because they were earning quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And right after, I think that was the first uh, the first point where, uh, other sponsors start started seeing that hey, this this could very well be the future of radio per se mm. Yeah, and that was in
0: twenty nineteen. That was still in twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Which yeah. is still early in the days this, of Singapore podcast. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um. So so since then, I mean, you guys have have grown quite a bit, but what, what is it about the audio space that excites you? Cause you've been in audio for a long yeah. time though. Yeah. Mm. Um, like why was it never TV? You know, audio is still, s- mm. it's just sound, you know, mm. but what, what excites it, excites you about it? I think
2: they always say, right, radio is the theater of the mind. Mm. Like, you don't have to build a set. Correct. Yeah. And mm. it's secondary listening. People can listen to you while doing their work. Mm. A lot of our committee of listeners are drivers on the road. Mm. They send food to people. So while they're doing their jobs, they can actually consume us. Mm, yeah. They don't have to wait ten minutes and to look at our visuals and, you know, see what, what, what our antiques are mm, on, mm, on, on video. So I think it's it's a very by the way kind of entertainment. Mm, so mm. it fills you up. And and the fact about audio is that it's very intimate. You can be whispering yeah. and you can be really hype. Mm. You can really change someone's mood. Yeah. And you're always in their ears. Mm. And it's really a very close form. You don't listen to podcasts with uh you Know with the speakers, right? More than mm. often, it's, it's a headphone yeah. or airports or whatever it is. So, mm. you're really close mm. to someone's ear, and that is really that, that builds up intimacy that makes it easier to sell, mm. that makes it easier to tell stories. And sometimes, when you meet our uh, our listeners outside, it feels as if they know us already, mm. you know? Yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah. you know, they, they'll talk as if like friends, you know, yeah, friend they've known you that. for five yeah. years. Like, who are you, and this sort of thing? Yeah, I think it's fantastic. No, yeah. I think,
1: I think the, the last time we spoke to you, so you all said something that stuck with me for very long la, that, that podcast is really like your sex, like that. La. It is. And I think, I thought that was such a great <laughs> way of playing it. But I saw every time people like, oh, yeah. I, easy lah, just record, record. Now I said, "No, no, no, no. no, no. no, no. It's not it's like that. that. It's like, you got to give a shit about the quality of the yes. audio yeah. and, and the voice who's coming through and everything. You're right. Because it's yeah. really, it, it actually helps you focus or even relax at the end of the day. I think yeah.
0: you remember that specifically because he said your voice oh, yeah, is yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. the low <laughs> rumbling. Oh, no. Yeah, no the no, no, yeah. Fuck yeah. That's the only
1: thing he remembers I just up the bass, Up the bass, Up
2: the bass. I've always like, Come to the conclusion that if <laughs> our national broadcasters actually quit radio and started podcasting, mm. and not adhere to certain guidelines mm. given by bodies such as IMDA, mm. they will fucking fly. Mm. Can you imagine flying Dutchman? Mm. On yeah, on a with a, podcast? a voice like that, right? Yeah, and just being vulgar and authentic mm. and raw. Mm. Glenn Ong, mm. people like Mister X, the mm. voice of National Day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. I tell you, the English podcast. Seen here will have a problem if they come so, so why you think there's inertia on their part well because there's this warmth mm. that they have on audio they know how to play with the different tones mm. and this is in itself a skill i had to go through some sort of training to get to where i am mm. like i'm always chirpy right yeah. i'm always energetic but when i went through the rigmarole of being in radio, you learn certain pauses. You learn silence is actually something very powerful. Mm-hmm. You learn how to uh, to emulate certain tones yeah. and 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 develop certain emotions. I think that's really an important skill. And they have been in the line for so long, mm-hmm. but the fact of the matter is that because they have been in the line for so long, mm. this is totally uncharted territories, and I don't think mm-hmm. they will, you know forsake their iron rice bowl there to be in these uncharted waters but i feel um they have very good foundation Mm. and if like someone's listening right now and they want to be a podcaster i think you should really study uh the art of how they are speaking
0: Mm. on air
2: and then bring it with your own brand of comedy or brand of content that's what i feel
0: Mm. yeah so that's how you run your various podcasts now but it's interesting you know you said that um if they leave such that they don't have to adhere to the guidelines Mm -hmm. of the the organizations they're in they'll have all the freedom yeah but you know just now when you mentioned uh that like terence mentioned you you all have been famous for good and bad reasons ultimately you were having to adhere true to the guidelines of society. Dude, mm, you're right. so right, man. Right. So how, yeah. how does that make you feel? Because even, but I think getting you on our podcast, some of our listeners might feel, eh, these are the people who even Halima Yaqub yeah, spoke yeah, about, yeah. you know, yeah. like, mm. um, how can you give airtime time to people like Zah Ismail from Okay, Let's Go. Definitely. Yeah, so... <laughs> So, and when you brought us on our pod, on your podcast, I think last year we did speak about that, mm, right? Mm, uh, and, yeah. and for those listening, you can also refer to those episodes where we went in depth into the saga. Yeah. But well, what's your general thoughts about how you left the bureaucracy mm. for freedom, yeah. but then now you're facing a different type of, of like pressure? Yeah.
2: So there's very different KPIs, I feel in traditional and also the KPIs that you set when you have your own startup in podcasting, Mm, right? mm. Generally, I think the rules apply for all content creators. Sometimes when you create something, you always want to see you are in that red race of the numbers Mm. because you want to justify the price that you put to your sponsors. And also you feel that you need to be quick in adapting to what people actually want. Mm. So I came from a place where I felt there were a lot of ideas that were were unexplored and there Mm. were a lot of red tape. So coming out of that, there is this gush and a certain need to prove Mm -hmm. that uh, the sacrifice that you made was actually worth it. So definitely as the numbers increase. And I'll be honest, uh, in our demography, 54% of our listeners are females. Mm -hmm. And I think 46, 45% are males. Mm -hmm. So every single week, at times you know they'll spam out DMs. just saying that they're enjoying what they're listening. Mm. So, in a sense, you live in that enclave and that bubble, right? Yeah. With that sort of validation, and you feel what you're doing is right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Until the bubble bursts, mm. and then general, generally society comes on board, and of course Halima opened the gates of hell, <laughs> <Yeah>. and, <laughs> and everything comes on board, and uh, and I, I felt that was a really Fantastic learning curve. It is mm. feedback. Mm. It is feedback. But at the same time, there are repercussions mm. to the sort of feedback that we face as content creators. Yeah. Versus in traditional, maybe you get a warning letter, maybe yeah. you get some sort of pay cut for your management, maybe mm. you'll be suspended off air. But the mistakes I feel made by people in traditional, especially traditional radio, yeah, um, are still. The, the sort of mistakes that they face and they, they can make are still small as compared to how content creators, the risk that we take. Mm. And at times mm. when we we slip up and we we fall, it's really hard to rise back up. I mean, mm. there are so many already. Uh, I mean, locally you've seen, yeah, yeah. you've seen people going on like a ce- celebrity uh, witch hunt mm. yeah, 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 <laughs> at yeah, yeah, the point during COVID, right? So I feel uh, it was a learning curve. It was a learning step and yeah, I think we bounced pretty well mm, mm, right mm. after that particular incident. However, people might want to interpret it. We still, uh, from time to time, we get hit. Mm. But I think that it comes with territory, right? As mm. you grow bigger, what sort of game do you want to play? Do you still want to be, do you still want to, this is what I think. Like as a small outfit, you have the liberty and freedom and a lot of space to experiment mm. and no one gives a shit. But once you break a certain threshold mm. and you get like a vast majority of people tuning in, mm. then the experiment sometimes it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. You need to come up with, with a specific set of rules yeah. that actually
0: adhere to societal standards. Is how I feel. But do you feel more responsibility the bigger you have gotten? Wow. Oh, that's
2: a tough question, man.
0: Mm. I want to say yes, mm.
2: but at times I'm like, No. Like, my answer will be kind of fluid. Like. Why? There are days where I feel like, uh, am I doing the right thing? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, not so much so of the the saga because I think there's sort of content we don't dish out anymore. More of, like, the vulgarities that are spewed, mm. the explicit content that we that we portray. Like, recently, we we I think last year we interviewed uh, kind of, like, controversial celebrity from Malaysia. Mm-hmm. And we got slammed for being, like... Uh, for giving him airtime, is it? For, for practicing yellow journalism. You know, mm. our podcasts were the subject of discussions in Malaysian universities. <laughs> mm. <laughs> what, what is yellow gen- journalism? So it's like uh, sensational versus factual. Mm. Oh, so if that's you. That's an actual you, term. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so it was like a module in MESCOM mm, mm. in Malaysia. And they were like. And the funny thing is, one of the lecturers is a fan of us. So she got put in a spot by other senior lecturers asking like, "What do you think of? Okay, let's go. Do you think they're practicing yellow journalism?" And then she was like, "I think they're doing quite okay. You should listen to them in its the entirety instead of like fifteen second clips." And like, yeah. I am so disappointed when you. That's <laughs> oh. <laughs> so she like. Pretty much conservative, but I think, um, uh, that's still publicity. Yeah. Because for the Malaysian sphere, if you do good things and you are Singaporeans, they don't they don't really give a shit about you. Oh really? But, <laughs> but when you fuck up, they're the first to call you out, man. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I guess that's a good thing. Yeah. You
1: know? But but you, just now you said something that is quite interesting to me, like that you worry at times whether you're doing the right thing, Yeah. Um But what is the right thing? Exactly. So so what I wanna right, ask yeah. you like that. After a while I mean, we, we, you said certain good things about the radio and all that. Yeah, lah. yeah, yeah. But after a while, don't you think that the idea of the podcast where it's almost like a free flow of, of conversation from your mind which is unfiltered and then, uh, and then even you just sitting here thinking about your answer yeah. and not having the pressure of like oh, the traffic True. report needs to come in 30 yeah, seconds. Yeah, 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 yeah. That process it teaches, I think it teaches, it's teaching a whole generation of people mm. how to, you know, take a step back when Direct. you're angry when you are, you know, not happy about something, take a step back and think a little bit before yeah. you speak. Uh. So, so don't you feel like, like that your podcast, especially like, cause I mean, you have uh, even people like Shanmugam have come on your podcast, yeah. you know, even controversial figures like mm. Siashe, all that as well. Yeah. Don't you think um you're, you're actually also educating a whole generation of people on how to speak to people who have different opinions from you? I
2: think yes, I think. Uh, you summed it up really well. Actually I feel, like the art of having a conversation is something that uh, not many people have. And I think mm. in the future it'll be something quite rare mm. because we are so socially distant but digitally we're so connected. Mm. And everybody yeah. can craft a good Facebook status or a Twitter sentence and then they can edit it like 20 times before they actually post the, post the shit. And more than often you'll be like, fuck lah, how many times you gotta edit this shit mm. before you actually come mm. out with like a nice PR statement, right? Yeah. But for podcasting you can actually do the same but I don't like editing... Conversations because it takes the authenticity out, right? Like, yeah. Like what we're having, I think it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, yeah. can like pause and then you know we can even fuck up and like I don't want to take that back. That's all of mm, shit. Mm. And uh, is this out of conversation that I I feel is fading uh, in community and it, that's why it's so valuable mm. to continue having. It. And I feel in the future people will realize that podcast is I I feel is anti radio. It's anti radio, mm, bro.
1: Yeah, that's why. That's why uh, I was like, I was quite surprised that you said. Are uh, you're saying like some you know, some of these DJs yeah. that if they transition to podcasts, mm. they would become like big hits up because yeah. to me it's like almost um, the the podcast see. you you're you're building up a a, a way of like leading conversations and allowing yeah, space yeah, for people yeah. to think and, and respond and all that mm. whereas yeah. i feel sometimes and I mean, correct me if i'm wrong like, but radio we've done a couple interviews sometimes i feel yeah. so stressed about what i'm about to say because because the guy is like almost like firing questions at yes, us yes, know, yes 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 and then
0: halfway got traffic update mm. so it's, like, it's not a
1: real conversation <laughs> la. yeah and then you know like when i don't know growing up in the 90s i I can call friends and then we can just talk cop for like two, three hours. True. I'm thinking these kids they don't have any of that at they all. They don't I know. So this is almost like you know, like trying to fill that gap for them. La. True. And that's why I like can a radio DJ really just walk in and, and you know, do do what you're doing now? That's, I feel, that's what you, I feel
2: you gotta give them time, like Uh, for example, you know, the big names uh, in radio, if they they were to enter this territory, they will also enter like an experimental phase Mm. and you got to give them time, maybe six months before they actually open up. But I think the, like at times, I just feel like, uh, you know, when I hear, when I hear big names on air, like, like the ones that I've mentioned, yeah, and then they, for example, give a summary of National Day rally, and then yeah. don't you just want to feel like, no, no, no what, what is it that you're actually thinking? Are you yeah. actually okay for minimum wage or not? Do you think <laughs> it's shit? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, sometimes yeah, you yeah. want to know. Right. No, no, like Flying Dutchman, you he he won't say yeah. minimo, minimum minimum uh, wage is shit. What yeah. he won't mm. say things. I mean, I'm, I mean, he won't cross certain boundaries, right? Like, because he mm. he has ad- to ad- adhere to them, right? Yeah. So I feel there's value in being honest and. Mm. Uh, and in being in, in giving opinions, you're gonna you're gonna piss some people off. Hmm. But that's the nature of things, right? That's the nature of conversation. Yeah. Um. I mean, if you wanna be cautious, then why oh, it's really hard, man. Yeah. I mean, look at the things that you all are consuming and look and the things that I'm consuming. You don't hmm. you would not want to watch some PR shit, right? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's what right, I feel. Right.
1: Okay. Okay. But but that's it. That's it. But you. Um, I mean, audio is not your only, your only jam, Yeah. Like just as recent as a few weeks ago, you had a viral video that went out. the oh, yeah, uh, The yeah. Singapore oh, for- one, right? Which one? Oh, the yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, the one yes, yes, that coaching yes, Ching yeah. shared like, Right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 so yeah you yeah. know, Singa. you know, you have hit- <laughs> Yeah, yeah. achieved the the goal uh,
0: when Ho Ching I shares. I was hoping Halima might share she <laughs> what's the what's the
1: what's the strategy or the what why why are you do doing like music videos and all that? And why well? that
0: music video? Because ah, it was see, around right. the theme of National Day, right? Yeah, yeah. sports yeah. sports as yeah. As well, right? Yeah. I fucking love music, man. Uh mm. like like during
2: my times at radio, right, although the music director has set a specific playlist, yeah. I'm the sort to fuck it around. I will change it and then mm. I'll get warning letters for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I love music. I feel music colors you in a, in a specific way. It gives yeah. you uh, different vibes. It can make you cry. It can mm. make you happy. And I thought uh, every single National Day we do, we did a cover. We will take old songs, old National Day songs and then we'll convert it to Malay. Mm. Uh, but I thought this year we wanted to do something special, something more original. Yeah. And I'm with these guys causing Singa brigade for the longest time. Back then, they were with Singa as well. And we always go to uh, games in Jalan Besar for Lions mm. 12. Like my m- uh, my shift ends at 6. Mm. So the kickoff will be at 7.30. So mm. let's say I'll do like a football program. Yeah. And then I'll mention about those people who are going to be entering the stadium and all that. So right after that, I'll go straight to the stadiums and and it's a sense of community and also there's this um, family spirit over there like everyone knows each other so I guess from there I, I felt that song that we sang which is satu nada. Mm. Th- that's a constant chant that you're gonna hear for every Lions 12 games mm. I know it's in, it's in fully in Malay and I thought why not do a Mm. song that people can relate to they've been singing for years and it it helps to uh, raise your level of patriotism Mm. and uh, I seek the consent of the people who actually made it Mm. and they were okay so I brought them in so actually you saw uh, Mm. some of the people who were actually behind the the actual chance in Lions 12 12 games so I thought it was fantastic Uh, there's something that we when we do music videos we don't earn normally we spend it's just a passion yeah yeah yeah, yeah And I feel it's some it's our it's our way of giving back mm. to society, like, hey, we also do this shit and it's nice and I listen and share, you know.
0: So but, but what what motivates that giving back to society? Because you know, just now we were talking yeah. about what is the right thing to do as a creator. Because mm. technically, if you're creating content, what why do you need to give back? Why do you need to build your community? I see. You know, but I like you guys have a very strong community. Mm. You even though it sometimes can be quite polarized in the True. broader scheme of things. Your community yeah. is very tight. Yeah. What is it about, uh, what motivates you to cultivate that?
2: I think because of their shared experiences and in listening to us uh, in their own circles, they experience a certain form of discrimination. Mm. Uh, I have listeners who, who are brought up in conservative families, just like mine. Mm. And then when they listen to our podcast, sometimes their parents are not very approving. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then uh, some of their spouses are also, you know <laughs> uh, they, they don't like um, our brand per se. So I, I think uh, I, I feel I felt compelled to thank them, mm-hmm. you know, because they have st- stuck with us for the longest time. and I've heard stories like, for example, you know, in family whatsapp groups, they all share, uh, our content mm. and then asking uh, their family members to hey, give them a chance. It's quite interesting if you mm. to listen mm. to this particular topic or that particular topic. So, um, I I feel that we have a really strong community and and they are doing our marketing work for us, mm. you know, spreading through words of mouth. So, I feel that from time to time, we do things to give back and I, I feel it's really important to acknowledge that mm. and they know that. Mm. And they know that. Uh, and and I feel as content creators um there are times where we can hide behind a screen mm. like for podcasting we're not normally on the on uh on camera um so I guess from time to time we must appear la, and also
0: you know mm. do this sort of shit but what, yeah. what about you know within the networks of people who listen to you I'm sure like what you said there mm. are family members that disapprove yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah have yeah. you met these kind of people face to you face not know? like the people who warn oh, yes. others. Yes, yes, against. we have. Many times. And how does that, how do those interactions normally go?
2: So, um, it's really interesting because recently, uh, one of our listeners hired us, like all of us, to be uh, their wedding host. Mm. Mm. So,
1: the whole, like all three. Yeah, all three. All three. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, <laughs> even within the audience, <laughs> <it's got> <laughs> polar, <laughs> polarization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome, yeah. So, man, that's awesome. <laughs> the family of the groom hates us. <laughs> Oh shit. So it hits us. Hits us. <laughs> <laughs> So they, they 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 ask you to yeah. what, like be on stage and three guys. Host and host us. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's yeah, almost yes. like a podcast but yeah. hosting yes. while hosting all so, wow, so who asked you see, the bright side?
2: The bride yes. and the groom? the but the groom's family hates you the, the groom girl. family oh, hates me
1: was that like a fantastic idea when you all first heard it or? no
2: I was like I, I was pissed I was like why didn't you tell me you know? oh, <laughs>
0: oh so, so they didn't tell you until uh, like the day itself is in, it?
2: initially like a few days before like, I just want to tell you uh, my, my parents hate you <laughs> <laughs> and, you know my, my brothers hate you and my sisters also
1: they hate you no, my but, cousins hate but you so. but before that you're all, <laughs> you all excited about it like, I'm sure of course Of course, of course like, like, yeah, we're yeah. always excited
0: and you do do hosting yeah we do this sounds like a fantastic idea like the TV show <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah.
2: like uh uh the brights family they are fans yeah everyone okay. everyone yeah. is a fan yeah it's quite weird man so i was like asking my so normally in in uh, very social um events right um the ones who will do the pr is din and also razi mm-hmm. i'm the more introverted one i'll be the okay. one picking the songs and i'll be just a voice over behind and yeah, they are yeah. the frontliners. okay so i was just front asking liners. them Diffuse the situation Before we start You know Make an impression And normally You know Mm. I don't think Anyone is looking for a fight On the actual day right? Mm. At the end of the day People want The particular event To go uh, To go smoothly And without any uh, Glitches You know And I thought we did pretty well. And right after that, we spoke to the dad who initially didn't like us. We spoke about music and then we found out mm -hmm. he was like, you know, he was in the scene and I think we won their heart. So
3: Mm.
2: it's really important. Sometimes I always feel a hater is someone who doesn't really understand you. Mm -hmm. So if you take some time to reach out and open up your hearts and if they allow for even the slightest chance to listen to you i feel Mm. you can win them over and sometimes and and we have a lot of haters Mm. who are right now loyal listeners and they all come and write to us like you know i used to hate you guys but you know you've been there for us and you've been giving us you know good advice and whatever shit that you've been uploading i I think that's
0: that's even more empowering and it it keeps us going Mm. so but why do these people hate you in the first place like what would cause The family of a groom who mm. it almost feels like across different ages. Yeah. You said the brothers, what sister you, the parents and you, this yeah, multi-generational hate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what like what? What what about your content do you think?
2: I feel uh, there's value in, in in the things that we share. Mm. There's value in difficult conversations that we have. Yeah. Conversations that would otherwise be swept under the rug in normal community. Case in point, we have ever spoken to someone uh, who has left the religion. Mm. You know, like I, I come from a conservative yeah. Muslim background, right? Yeah. We spoke to someone who who left the religion to be an atheist. And then mm. we've spoken someone who was an uh, an atheist and then he he converted to Muslim. And then we bring both of them together and have mm. that conversation in in a podcast. I think there's there's a lot of value yeah. in in understanding people's perspective why they will leave something as secret as a religion or they'll enter into something as secret as a religion. Now these are conversations that uh, that are almost I would say non-existent mm-hmm. in uh, the audio sphere yeah. you mm. know right, right. and and I guess there's a reason why some people uh, if not more they can relate to this sort of issues because if you read the recent Straight Times report there's decreasing religiosity within mm. the community right and yeah. they, they lose faith because certain things
0: and so and when you say community you mean specifically the Muslim community or general generally generally, generally yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. so I think um, what we bring to the table
2: is something that they can relate to. Mm. If if not, they they wouldn't uh, share about their decreasing religiosity with their parents, right? Yeah. You know, they might get chased out of the house. You know, and might get slammed or whatever. But it, it's an avenue where they could they can listen to perspectives and they can give feedback in a very safe space. I think I think that's valuable. Mm. That's but, priceless.
0: But yeah. why does that cause people to hate you? Because they it's a little too yeah it's it's not conversations they would have or yeah um
2: mm. well number one is that uh i feel not everyone can handle truths Mm. of what's happening uh take for example uh conversations about lgbt you know it's something that uh i don't think like generally the malay media would want to talk about it right yeah but Mm. we have uh we have had these sort of conversations before uh, and I feel, sure, what's the question again? I got lost in my own thoughts. Uh,
0: I mean, why? It sounds like there's a lot of value in the yeah, conversations yeah, 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 that yeah. you guys have. But what about th- your content causes people to hate you to the extent where, yeah, they don't even want to give your content a chance? I
2: th- I think it's opinions. Uh. Mm. Like when you are very mm. uh, forthcoming about your opinions, you're going to ruffle some feathers, right? And then also, uh, because we are generally explicit, Mm. when we talk there's some curse words and i guess in the malay community uh they don't like that shit Not mm. so, i don't say we have a lot of fans right? i mean we do mm. better than radio so i think that's another understatement uh. i think they like this shit. they're they're closet fans i think
0: closet fans. Uh,
2: but it's just that the ones that hate us are quite loud uh. so uh, you get me not yeah yeah, yeah. And but, does
1: you, but you you said um earlier that you yeah, know like, there's a there's an avenue of feedback like, between yeah. you and your listeners uh, like how, how do you get feedback from them? Because I mean, radio you can't you can't really get feedback other than someone sending complaint letter. Yeah, yeah, yeah But yeah. how do you get feedback as a podcaster?
2: So from time to time, uh, we do these parliament sessions huh. in uh, our podcast. So we plug it into Clubhouse. I uh, you know you guys are on Clubhouse. Mm. So I know Clubhouse doesn't allow iOS to record, but you can get over that with an Android. Uh-huh. Uh So what we do is uh, everyone comes on board. When you mention everyone during a session of Clark we can have about 700 to 1,000 people on board. And they can raise their hands, and then we pull all of them up and we on all of their mics. And we try to recreate like the Malaysian parliament (laughs) in our sessions. Uh So they were like, okay, the first issue. (laughs) Let's talk about ghost stories. Should we continue with ghost stories? They're like young, but We shouldn't be doing ghost stories because it sucks. We don't have so many podcasts and ghost stories. Can we do something else? And then someone will come in, so we on everybody's mics.
1: Everybody's mics. It's chaos.
2: Mic. It's fucking chaos. <laughs> yeah, but, it, but sounds,
1: it sounds awesome at the same time. Yeah, it's I mean. it's fucking fine. And then fun. you record that and yeah, then you, you that, put
2: release it, up. it as a podcast. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I How often
1: do you all do that? Like, well, uh,
2: not that often. Not that often. Can't. Like I can't be doing it once a month, right? Yeah. Because at times I feel your customers Sometimes they don't know what they want. Yeah. You yeah. so dish yeah. out, and if they like it, they'll like it. Yeah. yeah. Like what I've learned is that not every. Uh, suggestion you can take because <laughs> correct, <laughs> correct, correct. sometimes it doesn't materialize but how long yeah. do those sessions go because it sounds like utter mayhem yeah like. yeah so it goes for like three episodes uh-huh. and every episode is about 45 minutes oh my god Yeah. so different topics we'll talk about and mm-hmm. like should we be doing a live concert at the end of this year no you shouldn't because you should donate the money whatever lah <laughs> la, <you know, laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. so it's good
0: it's kind of fun, man. But now, right now, you get listeners from not just Singapore, but around the region also, mm, right? Yeah. So, would you say there are any big differences between your Malaysian listeners versus your Singapore listeners versus your Indonesian listeners, mm, I assume? We don't really have that many Indonesian
2: listeners. Mm. There are some. But for Malaysia, a, a large chunk of our listenership comes from uh, Selangor, KL, and Johor. And we have a sizable amount of listeners in Sabah and Sarawak. Mm. So, I think... It, uh, it appeals to very urban Malays. Mm. Uh, I guess uh, the demography of people who are like Singaporeans yeah. in terms of uh, the style in which they speak, mm. the humour that they can relate to. Mm. And I think also because of the content that they consume Kind of Malaysia is quite far ahead in terms of their content consumption and, and their content creation uh scene. Mm. But it's just that uh with our content it's something that they've never heard before. Because generally in, in audio space it's still it's still quite uh muted, you know, uh it's still quite safe in that sense. A lot of artists gossip, that's about it. Not mm. these sort of conversations. So I, I think that's why it appeals to them. But I don't really have a sense of like how many people are mm. in Malaysia because majority of relations are still in Singapore. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But before we started this podcast, you were telling us that you recently got cancelled in Malaysia. Yes, bro. It's, what happened, uh,
2: bro? Wow, that was crazy. <laughs> so we did uh, a recording with a known celebrity, lah. I don't know, ex-celebrity or celebrity. It's a very controversial guy by the name of uh, Sorry, I said guy I assume his gender because mm. <laughs> he's a girl so um diva AA, I don't know whether you heard no. of him before no that doesn't matter yeah so he's, he's really very you know very loud on on Twitter on Instagram on YouTube you know he he curses with uh <laughs> like without any reservations he'll will just do it to every celebrity every politician he'll go live and he will just start cursing I thought I was like such an interesting character because previously he was in traditional TV and Mm. he wasn't like that. Mm. He was a top presenter, Mm. but something like switched in him Mm. recently and he became that particular character. So it brought him on board. And then there were a series of questions that that were asked by our listeners to him. And one in particular was about, uh, why. it was a very conservative question. Uh, Why are you doing this character? Mm. Are you not afraid? Of uh, The angels That will question you In the hereafter mm. So that was the question And then he said Something in the line of like Huh The angels in the hereafter I will ask them And whip their par- And whip your parents <laughs> So he said that to the listener. To the listener yeah, yeah. You know the way that he said it, I, I, can't, I I cannot emulate How he said it la, But the way that he said it It was It was animated it, it took me by surprise And I laughed mm. I laughed like that Wow and I laugh. Mm. So it's that 15 seconds clip of my reaction <laughs> mm. to the answer that he's given. By the way, uh, you might think like, so what? Just answer. Yeah. Is, is there's, there's, it's okay with this answer. What? It's just mm, it's no. not even it's not even offensive. You might mm. think it's like that. But here's the thing about conservative uh Muslim is that this sort of questions you shouldn't ask mm. because it concerns religion or whatever it is. I think we would have gotten away with it if it was in Singapore. Mm. I mean, if if it was, if we didn't, uh, if it did not involve a Malaysian artist, but the fact that it was a Malaysian artist that actually answered like that. So, a very notable Malaysian actor shared that clip that 15 seconds clip. And then another Malaysian
0: actress shared that clip as and well. And it was an audio clip or a video? It excerpt? was a video clip. Video it was one clip. of those video
2: podcasts that we recorded. Mm, and then they, they shared that 50 second, 15 seconds clip. And then like eight to, 8 to 10, I think, Malaysian editorials wrote about us. Mm. So the headlines is like, Azwan Ali Menghina Agama, which literally translates to uh, Azwan Ali, who's the, who's the uh, celebrity mentioned. Um, what is... I humiliates took, uh, the religion yeah, yeah. Mm. It, it's of that nature so everybody was fucking pissed mm. and they're saying who who are these uh who are these content creators <laughs> are they malaysians oh. and i i had like uh <laughs> i had a malaysian listener who was also in journalism yeah she was put in this uh um, whatsapp uh, where they shared a lot of info, and that particular WhatsApp is all uh, are from the various different editorials, mm, mm, mm. and it was really going very fast. So I was, my heart was beating fast. I was looking like, who are these guys? Wow, okay, let's go. Can we do we hear any leads about them? Where are they from? Can we find so, out more? So
0: you were seeing this? Div- no, when you say your heart was beating fast, how mm. were you getting privy to so all that? Because we had a listener who was.
2: Part of that what's oh, group, no, that so shit. she okay. was sharing all this shit. Oh shit! And you so were like, like, "Oh, oh my <laughs> gosh, what's gonna be happening, man?" And <laughs> and that week, I thought, uh, because the the story was developing, right? And then the clerics, the Malaysian clerics, were slamming us wow. and all that. Not only us, I mean, in particular, Diva Diva A uh, Azonali. And then on that week, right, Malaysia had a change of PM. So they forgot all
0: about us. They left us alone. (laughs) Madness, man. It was crazy. But what, like, going through your mind, was it like, okay, this is going to fuck us all up? Or was there part of you who was like, okay, Mm. you know, there's no such thing as bad publicity? Well, in my mind, I'm like, user acquisition, user acquisition, (laughs) user acquisition. (laughs) Is that,
2: is that, man? Because I know the content that we churn out uh, has value, and I Mm. just need half an hour of their time Mm. to spend listening to us and I know in my heart I'll be able to convert them. Mm. I just need that half an hour. Mm. So I I felt that spark some curiosity Mm. while I cannot get 100% of those who actually Criticized and also you know spoke about us, mm. but if I can get like a thirty percent, that's good
0: enough. Mm. Yeah. Th- that was not the episode that was studied uh, as yellow journalism was. Yeah, that, that oh, was that episode. So what was the outcome of that 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 course like? So
2: that particular lecturer wasn't invited to uh, another lecture that she she was supposed to teach. Yeah, she lost that part. Oh really? <laughs> for, for speaking up for us. Mm uh but she said nah, it was just a token fee i felt the need to stand up for you guys because i know what you guys represent for and uh mm. i felt there was a need to bring it out and these are the future of uh, media students and I, I felt the need to actually share with them what's going on in the content creation world and i really i am very thankful for that
0: i see yeah so so sounds like there's there's been a lot of moments where you know uh you guys are being feeling pressure from multiple sides. La. yeah but the fact that there's three of you How do you all manage that? Are you all always in sync or do you guys within amongst each other also have differences about how to react to things like this? I think over time,
2: we are becoming in sync. Mm. Mm. Previously, it was like, no, I want to be tweeting this. I want to be responding to this. And Mm. one of us will be like, no, do not respond. And then another will be like, no, I have to respond, you know? Yeah. And, and sometimes things have gotten out of hand. Mm. Uh, I won't mention who, but I felt there was also another learning curve for us of how to respond uh, to a PR crisis and how to recover fr- mm. from a PR crisis. So because of uh, the actions of certain individuals, uh, it has made uh, at times the crisis worse. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we sit back, we reflect, you know, we should have done that. We should have done, done this instead. Yeah. And we spoke to some of our copywriters and then, they, and then they share their ideas. I think what's important in this line is that you continue to listen. Mm. And I especially like listening to uh, younger people, especially, mm-hmm. you know, because I feel goalposts have changed mm-hmm. and it will sh- it will continue shifting. Yeah. And at times they are the ones who have a pulse on the ground what's happening mm. like for me i have family and you know yeah. and a lot of shit to be done and like how often can i i mean now i know that you're gonna you know the, the pronouns thing are a thing and then <laughs> the, like what gender fluidity is on the uptrend up in tiktok yeah you can i mean yeah, these yeah. sort of things you need to engage the young to tell you what's
1: going on man yeah but i actually, can't keep up but but is it always um i'm trying to find the that going back, and looking at your past, everything like, mm. uh, is there always a streak of uh, being going against the grain, you know, or you know, like, or a streak of like, one thing to create something, being entrepreneurial, like, that that makes that makes it. You see, because it seems like the more um, difficult situations you come across, mm-hmm. you seem to draw uh, wisdom and strength from it, and then want to come back stronger. Yeah. So, so I'm trying to understand where, where in your past. Do you think you develop that 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 skill uh, That you know that rather than be a glass that drop on the floor and break, I see you're like a um, like the The pieces come
0: together again. T two
1: thousand, T Oh la. no! I was going to okay. say the plastic cup la, You drop, but you you <laughs> know it's still there. You know, the <laughs> <even more piece. laughs> Plastic okay, cup, okay, boring analogies. <laughs> la. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to be known as a plastic cup? Hey, bro, you're like a plastic <laughs> cup, la, bro. Because he's he's he brought up the point about you want to learn from the youth also lah. But, yeah, 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 but yeah. I also think there's certain. Um, trends that I see from mm. from older generations and' not say older lah, but but our generation yeah. ish that where, when I see people who are able to you know got, got set back but then find a way to bounce back and mm. got set back and learn something and bounce back there's always some way some somewhere along the line that they learned that skill lah. so yeah. I, I was trying to understand where do you think you you, you learned that from lah? I think from
2: from uh, my days in radio they were not Really, very calm, you know. Mm. Like, I remember I used to get death threats back mm. then. Oh, so, was, so, it was really
1: back then. It was back then I was really cancer. Really I'm a
2: product wow. of cancer culture. <laughs> <laughs> I am
0: a product. You, you're yeah. the, like the lift up your shirt, you got <laughs> all the cancel scars,
2: <laughs> ah, is it? Wow. Yeah, so back then, we had this award. Music award shows mm. Which combine three countries And they mm. will house it here in Singapore At Suntax yeah. City yeah. It's called Anugra Planet Music mm. yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. So, yeah. And and I uh, was invited to be one of the presenters you know, As radio DJs There will be certain segments that you present So I was put beside uh, a Malaysian actress And then on my card I was supposed to thank the viewers of Singapore Malaysia and Indonesians mm. So much, I, I just went off script and then I said thank you to uh, our uh, our viewers from Singapore, uh, from Malaysia, and from Indon. Mm. Just
3: say that,
2: mm. okay, do, do you catch anything? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Indon, so is a <laughs> derogatory <laughs> word. Oh, uh-huh. it's a derogatory word. Yeah, oh. for Indonesians. Oh. Okay, they I don't know. like they don't like that. I see. So it's really uh, very. In 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 a sense they will say very dehumanizing. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know that. Because the people here in Singapore were using that term to describe themselves. So I thought like, oh uh, I thought that should be okay. Left it at that, done my segment, I went off, and my Twitter just went bum 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 Oh shit. And then they were saying things like you you cursed us, you know, as in uh, we we are we are offended by what you said. Yeah. You come to Jakarta, we'll fucking kill you. It, the moment you fly here, your head will be chopped off. Oh, and all these things are coming in, bro.
1: <laughs> and this is what? The third most populous country. In the world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, fuck. I
2: fucked up, man. I fucked up. And I, I, I took a week. It, it affected yeah. my mental health. So I went to my boss. You know, my boss who, who was quite... Uh, who actually talent scouted me. I said, mm. ma'am, I, I, I cannot think straight. You know, every single day it's it, bro, it's incessant, bro. Yeah, yeah. Every single day they are they are at your they are on your ass. Yeah. You know, every single day I go death threats. I, I showed her, I've been getting a lot of death threats because uh because I I, I fuck up uh, during the presentation. They're just like, mm. which part do you fuck up? So I, I, I shared about the particular. So so the community didn't know I fucked up. Uh oh. You see, they thought it was okay, right nothing wrong, what? Oh, it was the Indonesian. It link. was the Indonesians who mm. give who give real time feedback on my socials. Okay. So I showed uh, my boss um, the hit I was getting, the death yeah. threats I was I was receiving and she was like, give it a week or two, it'll pass.
0: <laughs> she was the coolest so boss so ever. So
2: profound. Yeah. yeah. This was, I was what year? This was what year? This was, like, I think seven, you know, no, was it seven? I
0: think seven or eight years back. Whoa, mm. So it wasn't even the age of cancel culture. It yeah, year, yeah, right? yeah so it culture. wasn't.
2: Yeah. So she's was like, I mean, you know you made a mistake. So, you've addressed it. You put an apology already. Let it pass. One or two weeks, it'll pass. Mm. So, so, I was very thankful because there are some bosses who will not let this go. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. you you, you taint the brand. You know, you you make us look like fools or whatever, but not her. So, I was like, I was really thankful that I had a very understanding boss. Mm. So, I faced death threats already. And then during the footballing days of Lions 12 in, in MLS, mm. um, I faced cyberbullying at a level where it was very intimidating Mm. so you know I run a football show dedicated to Lions 12 and every single time you know there will be banter for example if Johor comes on board or Selangor comes here in Mm. Singapore Mm. of course there will be like listeners coming Mm. in like we will beat them we will beat the hell out of them or whatever so this incensed the Malaysian supporters Mm. so what they did at one point of time they took my photo and then they uh every one of uh, the i think they uh they had this football hooligans uh really a lot of people that come yeah. to matches every single match uh, mm. and then they changed their profile photos to my photo oh, every one of them <laughs> Like, my photo was on each and every football hooligans' uh, Facebook page. It was fucking intimidating, bro. It was fucking intimidating. Like, thousands of people. I was like, Shala, what the fuck do they want with me, man? (laughs) Uh And then when we had away games, and when the... Uh, when the fans here in Singapore went to the stadiums in Malaysia, the away fans will ask, uh, I mean, uh, the home fans will ask the Singaporeans, where is Zah? Where is (laughs) Zah? Serious? Dude, they know (laughs) me my name, (laughs) So it was fucked up, man. So I was like, shit, man, shit, you know. uh, I feared for my life. It was, it was very, uh, it was, um, it was a learning curve as well. And then, uh, during my live shows on air, Mm -hmm. I had phone calls from people in Malaysia. Just, you know, when I pick up the phone, they'll, they'll say some racist, like, racist word to me. Yeah. And then they'll put it down. They'll just pick up. The and these then, are the same fans. The, yeah, these are the same fans. Mm. So, so I have lived through. Yeah, I mean. Like, I, I think that that's worse. That's worse than what Twitter can dish out to me, mm. yeah, I feel. Because yeah, yeah. you can hear the yeah, voice. Yeah, you can hear like. the voice. Yeah. And you see them reacting to it. Yeah. And people outside ask for you and these are hooligans you don't fucking mess with them bro yeah, yeah, yeah. they will literally beat you up and they throw rocks at, uh, yeah. at, at the at the away fence bus and whatever shit it is so that was really um and that was in what year that, i think five years so you think five that, that, years that,
1: that, ago. That, that has hardened you for
2: i wouldn't say it has hardened me because i still get affected from time to time mm. when when uh those sort of a feedback. I I, I call it feedback, mm. but it's kind of like aggressive feedback, right? Yeah. Yeah. It takes you by surprise. It's like, uh, you know, sometimes it takes the the wind out of your chest, like, oh, yeah, this yeah. actually happened. I didn't realize it can cause that sort of reaction, right? But uh, I learned how to manage it. I learned how to deal with it. Mm. At that point of time, there was no point in getting some legal great, advice to actually, yeah, yeah. because these are people from Malaysia. Yeah. Mm, yeah. It was really tough. So I took a good month to actually get over mm. their particular episode, so I I think um, these sort of incidences have have made me like sit down and reflect. Um, <laughs> the internet is a crazy place, it man. Is, it, is. Mm. it is, it is, and and sometimes making in making content, um, people can be very emotional about things, yeah, yeah. And there are sensitivities that you got to you got to toe the line, uh. you got to yeah. toe the line, uh. but. Mm. But if, if we don't if I don't make those
0: sort of mistakes, how do we know?
2: I don't know what. So I wouldn't what, know using those sort of terms would, would anger people. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing.
0: But does it does it in some way self censor you now? Or it almost embols uh, like empowers you to speak your mind because you know you can live through it.
2: Hmm. Self censor. You know, very interesting, because a few months back we, we had an argument with our partners. Mm. Like, is our content becoming more cautious? Mm. Like, are we not as edgy as, as we were before Yeah Because there's the feedback That our listeners Were giving to us Yeah Like Bro now you're just like radio bro uh. You know that sort of thing And that sucks Yeah That sucks So um, Obviously Where where Lines are drawn I think the whole challenge With content creation is How else do you oh. navigate In different uncharted territories mm. and, and discover And discover back the fire uh, To create content That actually Challenges uh, stereotypes and pushes boundaries. Mm. So I feel I, I don't have really an answer to that. Yeah. Like I feel I'm still experimenting every single day and yeah. loving it and we'll still continue making mistakes in the future. Mm. And it's just that how we want to rec- recover from it uh, and learn from it.
0: Uh. Mm. Yeah. So, so just now, you know, you said there's a lot of things that you try and listen to the younger people, right? Yeah. So, you know, you've been through the challenges that you described. In recent times, have there been times when you hear something from a younger person telling you, okay, Zah, in this situation, you need to do this, where you feel like, wow, fuck, I cannot. This goes against every grain of what I stand for. But okay, I trust you. This is this is the climate now. Have there been instances like that? Actually,
2: when you mentioned this many times, uh. I can't zero in on a particular incident, um, especially the need to respond. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I know like... Uh, um this concept of learning and unlearning is, is a big thing, right? On mm. TikTok or, or in is on, it? What is the concept? <laughs> 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 yes, you need to unlearn and relearn or whatever fuck you call it. You know, uh-huh. it's a uh-huh. thing yeah, on yeah, TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, uh, I, I see, uh, a lot of young people, uh, especially those in my circles, they're telling me, uh, apologies are a thing. Like when you, when you fuck up and mm. sometimes you are still trying to draw the root cause of the fuck up. Mm. It is important to just release the apology first. Mm. So mm. that goes against me, right? Not like, no, I need to know what I'm apologizing for. I need to know what's wrong. Because yeah. certain conservative values, that's what that's how I'm brought up in my 36 years of life. This is what I believe it to yeah. be. Yeah. And you're telling me that this is wrong, and I need to apologize for it. Like, yeah. you get I me mean, yeah. now. Like, yeah. as an adult, that's that's how we function, right? But I only learned yeah. how to do that when
1: I got married. <laughs> 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 now I'm learning. Now I'm learning. Yeah, now yeah. I'm learning.
2: So for me, like I'm, I'm all for logic. I'm yeah. all for logic, but uh, sometimes I, I, need, I need time to, to discover What, what, is, what is the mistake about? You need to tell yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, like, like in the case of, uh, the old saga that that I went through, you must mm. understand that, uh, my diet of, uh, content consumption, was the likes of Wild and Out, uh, Howard Stern, mm-hmm. and uh, you know. Uh, and of course, like Joe Rogan and, and shit like that. And you yeah. know, Joe Rogan, several of his episodes got taken down by Spotify, right? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So when we see success, and we when we see these individuals who have made it through, uh, the medium of audio, with we, we think that is the way to go, right? Yeah. Or they have yeah. a strategy. Maybe you apply it here. Maybe maybe it will work here. Mm. But it's different, right? So, so you get what I'm coming for, like. Sometimes people do not want to understand where we come from Correct, and yep. why are we like this. Mm. But they want us to understand what it is like mm. in their lens. Mm. And I feel, I don't know, like, like that sucks. That so, sucks. So in a
0: discussion mm. with a younger person who's yeah. telling you this and you feel this, yeah, what happened in the end? Like, so in the end, I, I follow what you said. Ah? You follow, and this was for which which time? I th- I think this was like a. Well, there's a lot, man. A lot. (laughs) That's a lot because I, re- I remember times. the saga last year and the saga is the one where we where reached to halima level yeah, yeah you did yeah. release an apology video and it, and it, was, a,
2: it was a apology status, ah, apology, status yeah. uh, so even yeah.
0: that i could i could i mean my my assumption and correct me if i'm wrong is that you they, you guys were navigating this <laughs> okay you know there's something happened <laughs> yeah, yeah, what yeah, do yeah. we do yeah, because yeah, it yeah. felt it felt like that yeah, uh, yeah was those one of those times where you were listening to younger people or since then you have made it more of a point to listen to uh, the younger folk. During
2: that time we were listening to our lawyers, bro. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they're like, you don't want to piss off the president. Uh, there's a penal code that protects her. He said that. Lah. Oh, so I like, oh really, Yeah, uh, fuck, let's write the <laughs> uh, Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was well, wow, that was really a, a roller coaster. Mm. But I think um there were several episodes after that. Um uh, It was more uh, intra-community in in aspect Mm. that we had, that I had a certain time to actually consult people of, you know, of a younger age. And then they'll tell me that, no, this doesn't warrant a response. The optics is not good. They can Mm. tell me that, no. Mm. Dude, i like, wow, quite impressed. Yeah. Quite impressed. They'll tell you, oh, this, this will make you sound vindicative. This will make you sound this. Mm. Uh, this is an in thing right now with the Gen Zs. You, do, you don't want to be sounding like this. Mm. That's sort all of things.
0: So I was like, wow, I'm learning new shit every single day, man. So you can learn, but do you think it makes sense or do you think at certain points you're, you also feel like, wow, that, that is ridiculous. Lah. Because mm-hmm. now there's this whole thing. You can be woke, but now yeah, it's almost yeah, you yeah. can be too woke. True. Yeah. True. So do you feel that tension? Do you start, do you feel more of that tension now? I feel
2: um, it doesn't end, right? Mm. Like, this wokeness someone will always outwoke you mm. like in the words of uh, Joe Rogan I'm quoting him a lot
3: of don't years. worry we, we, we yeah. love him too uh. but he
2: said that he said yeah. that you can never be too woke enough at the end of the day where this will lead to is the silencing of straight uh, Caucasian men mm. for the absurdities that they have done in the past Mm. You get what I mean? And they as a generation are paying for this. Like the injustices against uh, against African-Americans, yep, yep. injustices uh, and also misogyny against women. So at the end of the day, this woke thing is actually silencing mm. them. Mm. At the end mm. of the day, if you were to, it, it can also go to a level where, oh, you're not allowed to go out of your house because uh, uh, you're not respecting the people back then who were imprisoned. Mm. It can go there yeah. You know Sometimes yeah. it's, it's ridiculous And I feel um, At the end of the day Who do you want to pitch your, your content ideas to uh, Your content mm. to If you are Like a niche mm. You know a, a niche channel And you want to um, Empower And also dish out Content for a specific audience Yeah. yeah. Then You know You, you might have to Bend to whatever ideologies mm. that they that they uh, that they want to But if you want to make your content more appealing to let's say the next generation of listeners, the Gen Zs, yeah, and and a large majority of them have have several values that could be against what you actually grew up with, yeah. then you gotta pivot, bro. Mm. Uh, that's how I feel. I know yeah. it goes against
0: like your principles of like. But are your principles also pivoting? Because there's well, one thing about pivoting, but deep down you don't feel it. But if you pivot, I mean, I think it's important that our opinions and perspectives evolves. Yeah. But I think it's tricky when your out, output evolves yeah. but internally you still feel a certain way because that mm. feels like it's unsustainable. La. I think for for that, we can have conversations about it. Yeah. But I
2: honestly feel like as an, an entrepreneur, you, you need to pivot and at certain times, uh, sacrifice certain things that you stand for. Mm. Mm. I know this will sound like dude that's that's being a sellout yeah mm. but at the end of the day do you want to be a commercial success or do you want to be remembered for someone who sticks to your principles and 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 is struggling in whatever they're doing I I I, I at times I face with the ethical dilemma as mm. a content creator now mm. mm. we can stick to our guns and do what we've been doing before yeah you know appealing to just a specific amount Uh, of listeners and not grow from there or we can make more money and
0: Mm. (laughs) appeal to more people. But is that a big conflict for, for you and your team or generally it's something that, that in, yeah, in some way is necessary. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: Uh, Um, if you were to hear, uh, the arguments we have off cast, it's, it's, some people might, I think it's toxic but I think it's necessary mm. like I have a different opinion of things they have a very different opinion of things Razi has a separate mind on his own and Alex as the person behind the scenes uh, he sees from a from a um, bird's eye view of the situation and he has a different uh, opinion altogether so we sit mm. down we iron things out everyone gives their pros and cons and then we come to a decision uh.
0: mm. yeah and and is that also like what made you all start the other two podcasts because it started with okay let's go Mm -hmm. is it because of the the need to pivot and adapt that you started this other podcast or there was something from the start you wanted to do something that is the ngu is non-judgmental ustas, yeah which is from what i understand uh religious take on issues Mm. which is not judgmental yeah uh, and exactly. plan b is uh social covering, yeah, yeah. Social. so was that always the goal from the start to have all these multiple pieces of content or that was it came about because your listeners kind of were wanting content like that i think it's all all of the above
2: mm. like uh i i know uh mm. like when we when we study sales like what cop is doing they have 13 radio stations right yeah so they can appeal to a whole lot of clientele there's like a, a station for housewives Mm. There's a station for old folks, there's a station for the young, there's a station for people who don't really listen to like an XFM of sorts. Mm. So I, I think it, it's really smart that they have several different verticals to appeal and attack every single client database there is out there yeah. and mm. to appeal to their specific listeners. And that's what we aspire to be like 13 podcasts, maybe we're handling, but right now we're handling only three. Mm. We're in the works for a female vertical. Uh, we are in the works for Children's Vertical. So, I, I think there's value in that. Mm. And, uh, I, I learned a lot from my days in Mediacorp, and I hope to emulate some of their early success. Back then, they were success, right? So, mm. in a different mm. way. Back yeah. then, they were <laughs> success. And now still is
0: like, I mean, they have funding, right? yeah, we don't have. So, it <laughs> sucks. And and your content is still going to be catered towards the, the Malay-speaking community or you're thinking global domination? Huh. <sighs> wow
2: you know like uh, i wish i i i want i want to be able to conquer like the the world space but i don't think i'm cut out for it uh. mm. like at times you need to be realistic in your expectations mm. like mm. our strength uh, as as presenters are in the Malay market mm. so we are the next market that we're aiming is actually uh, in malaysia so that's something that uh, that we look forward to mm. and eventually maybe did what uh, i think if you heard the story about Chen Hao, mm. how he actually converted. Uh, content creators from other countries yeah. to actually be under his wing. Mm. We wanna, we wanna do that. Like we wanna go to Thailand and they get Thailand faces and mm. you know mm. do their own podcast and we are behind the scenes and we manage the whole operation. And then we, uh, we offer to a uh, Thailand speaking demographic. And yeah. then we maybe wanna go to Indonesia and and with our meeting with Spotify two years back, they mentioned in Indonesia there are five podcasts just like us, but they're not mm. monetizing. So mm. that means there's value in us sharing how to monetize, monetize uh? Uh, yeah. in an audience. That I I don't think we will be able to front those
0: shows. We need to use sure. their local
2: talents. Yeah. Sure, sure, yeah.
0: So so if there's one one guest that you could get on, okay, let's go. Mm. Who would it be? Anyone in the world? Dude, anyone? Najib Razak, man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hey, we tried to get him, you know. So difficult, man. Yeah, yeah, it was really? tough.
1: Like, like, um, even when he was, when he was <laughs> not, uh, I mean, no longer PM, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah. but, uh, I thought he was making a lot of appearances at rallies and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, still, yeah, yeah. But he, but it was tough
2: to. So you know about his allegedly, um, you know, the money issues and all yeah, that. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm not so much. So a fan of his politics or whatever he does, mm-hmm. you know. And anyway, he's still in the court of appeal, so I don't know what's the outcome of that. But I'm I'm very invested and I I really like the way that he has turned. Uh at the point of time when he when he got uh these charges, it came with a lot of hate, right? Mm-hmm. So he faced a lot of vitriol on his social media. But you should see how he's trolling right now. Yeah, right? He's, I just, yeah, yeah, he's, he's ch- fucking trolling everybody, yeah. bro. Is really? yeah. he's a genius, yeah. he's a content. Making ge- uh, genius. He's an influencer. <laughs> la, a, I, I guess so. Uh. You know, when certain things people talk about him, certain politicians, then he will be like, he'll just eat the super ring and then he'll take he'll take a photo and then he'll type like, oh someone talking about me, no uh. wonder no wonder. You know, that sort of shit. Uh, I'm like, wow, that's crazy. And I, I'm just like learning the PR angle because there's a he has a very strong Malay uh fan base uh. Yeah, fan base. Mm. And he understands what his followers want, what they want to see the punchlines that he writes the copywriting Mm. I think he's brilliant so how close (laughs) did you come to getting him on your your podcast um, we got a listener who was the cousin of the PA of him (laughs) Uh (laughs) he tried to put some good words and then we had another uh, another lead from another Malaysian who knew the bodyguard of, wow. of Najib Raza. And, and I I didn't think it materialized. But right now, I don't think he's keen to do interviews after mm. the CNN mm. uh, interview, you know, where he left yeah, halfway. Yeah, and yeah. I think he's very careful right now. But if this reaches Najib
0: Raza, I mean, we love to. <laughs> We're fans. <laughs>
2: fans of Baja,
0: that statement itself feels like, wow, it's going to be extracted and shared oh on gosh. Malaysia, bro. We, I mean, are, I we mean, are
1: fans. Like Even Jolo... Jolo like his 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 role in the 1MDB mm. whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just reading the book about everything that he did with the money and all that. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I really would just want to find out <laughs> what, what really did you hang out with, like Jamie Foxx yeah. and and you want to know, DeCaprio right? right? Yeah. You want to yeah. know, right? And Leonardo yeah.
0: DiCaprio also,
1: right? Like, all these celebrities wow. that. Yeah. we partied the Paris Hilton even when we were in university and all that yeah you know, and in, like that.
0: in some way like I would also like to understand his thought process because yeah, 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 as yeah, fucked yeah, up yeah. as the thing he is yes. he did there's a certain allegedly, level of allegedly yeah, allegedly, allegedly, uh, allegedly. Uh, it's still being in, investigated yeah, 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 yeah. Court, of appeals, uh. yeah <laughs> court of appeals yeah court of appeals <laughs> So, but, but there's a certain level of thinking that requires. True. Uh, you yeah. know, like it fucking blows my mind. And now we are seeing more and more instances of people trying to game the system and kind of out it. Yeah. But I always wonder what is their end game? What is their end goal? Did they never feel they were going to be out it? Hmm. So is it recently we interviewed Saeed Sadiq. Yeah, you know, correct. You know, and he's also undergoing some yeah. court case now, right? So Saeed Sadiq is a very young em- uh, minister in Malaysia. Yeah, right? yes. Who's got quite a loyal fan base, quite progressive. Mm-hmm. Am I right? yeah and yeah. yeah so so
2: and 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 um i wanted to know uh how it feels like uh you know you've seen videos of him being mocked in parliament mm. like you know their level of <laughs> really their comments yeah hey, sit down la, you young you young fuck la. you have they no said, place yeah they said that you are you are, you are still little boy la. hey little boy uh, you imagine in parliament, in like parliament that, like, yeah. 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 and and he receives a lot a lot of flack when when he he wants to give speeches and you should see at that point of time uh his haters on on Instagram. It's it's crazier than ours, bro. So mm. so I wanted to know as a young person, like if I was his age, mm. I would mentally break down, bro. He's 30 mm. or he's, or younger than it, that. He's in late twenties. Late 20s. Uh? i I'm, sure. I'm not too sure. Uh, uh. Yeah. So I feel I feel I, I want to know how he goes through something like that. Mm. After several episodes of what we've went we've went through, mm. and then when we see what he he has gone through, it's it's much worse. So uh, at times you you just draw certain lessons from from what they go through, uh, and yeah. the guy's a trooper, man. Mm. I mean, I might not be a fan of his politics, yeah. but there's a lot of things to learn from him
0: mm. Mm. I, I remember when i saw the news uh, breaking that he's being investigated in court now mm. i was thinking what fuck he might take a sabbatical from social media exactly. i go to his twitter he was no, like bro. i'm gonna take them oh. on <laughs> you want you come i'm gonna take you all on you know i stand for this yeah. and then i was like oh shit he went to ig live and he yeah. showed
2: all of his receipts and he was talking crazy
0: mm. i was crazy but
2: maybe he understands Mm. The appropriate response to something mm. like that, mm. you get know what I mean? Like that's something that we're still trying to we we're still trying to navigate, and I feel like uh, we are a bit more humchy than what as compared to him, like A bit more coward, cowardly. So, so than, the
0: podcast you did with him was not remote. He was in your studio, right? He was. He was in the studio. He was in yeah. the studio. And how did that happen? So that that kind of thing. Also, your team reaches out to him. Or? Yeah. So I. I'm very thankful to
2: my uh, my team mm. actually it's just my partners uh. mm. they are really aggressive in uh in in getting sales and also in getting uh individuals to come on board mm. yeah like upcoming we will be having datuk srivida another outlandish and controversial malaysian figure to mm. be on board so uh well, of course money is involved and all that so we always cross-check with budget Alex
0: will be like okay we don't have budget for this guy
2: let's mm. just drop him mm. <laughs> that sort of shit yeah
1: I see, I
0: see. so so what is next coming I mean coming up next in the next few months for for OK Let's Go NJU and mm. Plan B
2: so for NJU we are um we are there's the Maulid month that's coming yeah. in celebration of our prophet mm. so there'll be a live concert stream at Skip, yeah. Uh, at the Ground Theatre Okay. So that that will be our next big thing.
1: That means a, a concert uh when you say live concert mm. stream at Scape. Yeah. That means it'll be streaming from Escape yes. or It'll be streaming from, from Scape. 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 Okay, yeah, from Scape
2: uh. And uh and also for Ngu, uh we are also dabbling in uh several different products. Uh our soap line is doing very well.
0: Soap line. Yeah, we're selling soap. <laughs> Wait, so for Japan. the NJU brand, <laughs> yes, 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 the non-judgmental Ustaz yes, brand, yes, which yeah. is a podcast that offers non-judgmental religious takes on issues. Yeah, you yeah. have a soap line? Yes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so, so, you know, uh,
2: Muslims are very big on soap. <laughs> 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 for whatever reasons. Yeah, there's soap that have like... Uh, uh, Indian jujubes leaf extract inside uh-huh, yeah. So that mm. that's supposed to be like a What's off evil And then we have one that is like You know when, when the dog uh, Technically licks like a bowl or something And you, yeah. you want to wash it You need to use uh Soil or whatever right And then mm. you wash it 7 times But the soap will actually take care of all of that Because it has soil extract oh. To do it or mm. something around that line la. Yeah, I yeah see. So wow. for NG we're doing We, we are not selling a time for NG We're just 100% testing out our OEMs over there yeah. and see mm. how it goes. Because at the end of the day, you want to build a business that, that's self-sustaining.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, I don't know how long the media ad buy model can last. Mm. Like today, or maybe last year, it was kind of interesting to to buy airtime in a podcast. Yeah. I don't know how that shit is going to stick mm. in years to come. Mm, yeah. So it's best if we have our own like micro businesses to mm. finance the actual to finance the actual podcast mm. actually like I'm studying a lot from what SPH is doing and MediCorp is doing so at times when they don't make money off the media wing mm. they have a property wing yeah, yeah. They do. I, I think that's smart so at the end of the day that's, that's the end goal yeah. you gotta yeah. fucking buy property to fuel your content
0: creation <laughs> yeah. they,
1: they used to la, but now now they are like basically breaking apart and, yeah. And yeah, they will
0: take umbrage that you see that <laughs> yeah, 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 but yeah, I think it's brilliant yeah, like yeah. if you have a
2: coffee shop you you lease it out lah
0: yeah. And yeah, then yeah. you
2: pay for your podcast. Lah. We don't even have to worry about media uh ad buy. If you wanna come in, you come in, I'll charge a premium. You take yeah. it or leave it, lah. Yeah, that sort of thing. I think that's financial independence, man. Maybe, so you, you maybe
1: education, like education, like you know. Uh I mean you, you started in education or yeah right? Yeah. Maybe like the Teach English branded under NGU branded I see, I, see, ah, I see. English, I see. English, yeah, yeah. English I tuition see, school. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good idea.
0: And so, that's the live event. That's coming up when? That's coming up uh, next month. Next month. Uh, and in October. In
2: October. October. For Okay, Let's Go, we are toying with the idea of, a. Uh, um, we still have our deposit for Star Theatre. Mm. So, oh, okay, we okay. were, before COVID, we were about to sell uh, tickets to our live show at the Star Theatre. So, they... That's a sizable chunk of money. Mm-hmm. So we want to revisit that and and see whether we are able to do uh live shows outside. Like I know right mm. now you can do, but the problem with uh live shows in this day and age is that you are socially distant. Yeah. That affects a lot of things. Like when you crack a joke, um the audience response is halved. Yeah. 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 And then like as a performer, you you seek that sort of validation, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, you you exactly. need the energy to come from Correct. the audience. Yeah. And at times when the, the beauty of sitting in like a stand up Comedy arena is that when you sit beside someone, although the joke's not really that funny, but because the person on you the laugh, right. You Yeah, yeah it laughs, and then you, you kind of laugh. And yeah. So I need. I need everybody to sit side-by-side side yeah. before we actually do that shit. Yeah. 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 When
0: we did our first stand-up gig uh, mm. in June, it was to that kind of audience. Uh, and it was fucking nerve-wracking, right? bro. Yeah. yeah. And and I,
1: that's, why, that's why nobody laughed yeah, at my exactly. set, you know. Same, same. Yeah, same. Uh, well, I was them good, yeah, but it's like, not nobody very, laughed. It's <laughs> <not> <laughs> <laughs> because
0: they were socially distant. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It
2: sucks. Yeah. I, I know as like a live performer. So... We can do that, <laughs> but the the profits are also halved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and correct. you gotta get sponsors to finance that to cover costs.
1: Yeah. So, but you miss it, or? you miss that course. experience. Of course, miss it, man. Because like I, I mean, we are not just talking about like you know the like like radio was live, you know yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but now even live performances, you can't you can't do that, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I I found that like, I think we went for Jack and Ray's podcast one yeah. time. Uh, not podcast, sorry. The uh, live, live recording session. Team. Yeah. And I then I just suddenly they just started playing their covers, and I was like oh shit, I miss like sitting here and just watching a live band yeah. just play music, you know. Oh, so so I'm just wondering for you guys, like, like do you miss that experience as well? Of like?
2: course, we miss it terribly. And I'm hoping, I don't know lah, like, with, with with the COVID being endemic and then I think yeah. we are pushing uh, towards 90% uh, vaccination, right? Yeah. I, I still don't know how, like, there's a lot of ifs. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm. are we still able to do to do live shows with people sitting side by side yeah. and uh I, I don't know like, a lot of questions uh, are asked right now I I think we need to wait for
0: more instructions mm. uh, until mm. we are allowed to do live shows uh. yeah. I think we just became the world's most vaccinated country I think yeah so
1: not, not too difficult small number <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah no <laughs> but it's
0: percentage wise what? oh yeah yeah, true, yeah true, true, it's true, true. not by number what? it's percentage yeah. which oh, yeah, is correct, still correct, an achievement right. we so, still got people holding out what to do yeah. Uh, so, so, I, I
1: mean um you know what's the crazy thing is like mm. every time we we get to meet you guys and talk to you I always feel like wow you guys are like the killing in the audio game la. you know like you're finding so many different ways like soap and and and, and live shows <laughs> and everything to actually try and make uh you know make this whole thing work la. and um I feel like that's like that's what a lot of uh young content creators need to need to learn uh, it's not so much about like being the number one YouTuber or number one podcaster, mm. anything, but learning how to create an ecosystem for yourself you know, to, right. to, to survive, right? Because I think in Singapore, that's yeah. like, always the toughest part. Even if you are an actor or media cop or what, yeah. that's tough. But then hearing your experience uh, is, is uh, I think it's ins- it will inspire mm. a lot of young content creators. Uh. But um, you know, just given COVID in the last two years that we've had, it's been damn tough for everyone. What is like for someone like starting out now, like what would you tell them uh is the most important thing to 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 build up lah, in, in your in your sort of bag of tricks and all?
2: I, I think stamina.
1: Stamina. Stamina.
2: A lot mm. of I see a lot of people like uh uh trying to make in the podcast scene and then they they, mm. they don't even have a proof of concept. Mm. And then they'll message like, uh what should I do? Uh? Uh-huh. You know, you should just try shit out, man. Like mm. you get I me mean, uh, the fact that you need to be handheld yeah. uh, through your process of content creation. I, I don't think that's, I mean, when you all started podcast, you didn't ask anyone, mm-hmm. you just started, right? Mm-hmm. And then right after that, in between, when you when when you face like several, um, you know, uh, humps yeah. right yeah. in front, and then you ask for help from other people yeah. and all that. I, mm-hmm. I, think, I think it's that, it's like, fucking start, man. But
1: when they say, oh, but you had your, you know, your radio you read, experience, yeah. everything. Well, we also had the cancellation, so.
2: <laughs> 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 it comes with the territory, la. I don't know. Yeah, some of them, um, they, they easily dismiss uh, because you had a radio background. Just be mm. honest, my my radio listeners is not as much as our podcast listeners. Yeah. Mm, it's yeah. like way more. So in a sense, we still needed to build from mm. ground up, right? Yeah. yeah? yeah. And uh, you must also understand where I come from for radio, a lot of listeners are slightly older. And mm. they're not in tune with Spotify. Mm. And and it's it's a hard conversion for them. They are already mm. on their infrastructure in, in cars, at home, with their yeah. radio devices. They don't have that app. So we are tapping on a new audience altogether appealing to them. So yeah, I guess. it's
1: not just audiences, it's uh advertisers also. True. You are advert uh, you're educating them about all these new trends as mm-hmm. well. Like. So uh yeah, even for us it was it's not an easy path in terms of like uh, you know even even YouTube versus Spotify. Mm. There's still a bit of a learning curve. Some people they like we we literally just met people today who are like, uh, I don't understand podcasts. Uh. it's like I see. It's just not. They don't
0: thing. even know OnlyFans.
1: <laughs> 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 oh <laughs> really? To meet someone yeah. Yeah. now who doesn't know OnlyFans, I'm like, yo, yeah. how <laughs> can you not know of OnlyFans? I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but podcasts. I, I, I always thought like you got to have at least heard one podcast in your life or something. You still that. think hard to that? Say, huh? Yeah, hard, hard to say, man. But yeah, that boggles me. That boggles me. Uh. Yeah. Because, me. I mean, isn't Spotify, like if you listen to music on Spotify, how can you not even just explore? Ah. Please, please
0: check your Spotify privilege. Yeah, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Not phone, everybody <laughs> has, Yeah, your smartphone privilege. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> but so, so, like, if people wanted to find out more about, about you, I mean, I know you mm. have a big individual presence, uh-huh. but mm. OK, Let's Go, is is it across all the social media platforms? Like, what are the handles people can look out for? Yeah, you can just follow on Instagram at okletsgo.sg. Mm. Is it
2: .sg? I forgot. I need to check them <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see, put you can, the link yeah, yeah. in there. You can, you can yeah. just check check it out on Facebook. Uh-huh. We we have a presence there as well. But here's, here's something interesting. Like, some of our listeners are not even on socials. Mm. They... They got to know about us And then they Just download Spotify For the sake of listening to us Yeah mm. So Sometimes I don't trust The numbers from From Instagram Like yeah. we, we We might post something it might get like Let's say 700 likes Yeah But when you sell a show For 1500 people It sells out mm. So I feel Numbers across Different platforms Doesn't necessarily Translate to the more Sales you will get mm.
3: mm-hmm. I, I
2: learned it the hard way and, and I've had Several clients Who have tried Several different influencers With like a shit ton of followers yeah and the ROI was worse than how it was in in our podcasting bandwagon so uh, I just feel numbers don't mean shit yeah. if mm. you cannot back it up with sales huh? yeah yeah exactly <laughs>
0: yeah I mean I mean even for us like we're so thankful that our subreddit community mm. is is very passionate that's fantastic right yeah it's mm-hmm. fucking great yeah. man and there's a certain loyalty and I think it stems mm. from the fact that like what you said we are in their ears yes for an hour, three times a week, lah. Mm. I
2: feel because you're you always engage with them mm. on the thread, so it feels like they know you. Like, yeah, exactly. Mm. It's a it's it's a persona. Uh, I mean, it's is the real you? Uh, after listening to the voice, like I can now yeah. talk to you after yeah. listening to you. Yeah. I think that's really important. But we
0: haven't tried clubhouse yet, uh. maybe, you, you, should, you, maybe should. you do that. <laughs> you yeah, should I love the idea. The clubhouse uh. hey,
2: if <laughs> you can get over the IOS thing, uh. you tell uh. me you know I cannot get over. <laughs> no, because <laughs> what w- what we did was a clubhouse session, we plug it into the mixer. We had a sound engineer I yeah. I I don't know shit about IT la. Uh. So it, it uh so whatever that we the session that we do here, it sounds good because we're on the mic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then after that, but but it's just that the other people who are inside Clubhouse, it sounds like a very um, echo-phony yeah, yeah, uh, voice. Yeah. But with the iOS, I cannot record. Uh,
3: and they cannot hear
2: me. But with the Android, uh, with Android phone, yeah, yeah, yeah. they are able to listen to and, and also interact with us. I, wow. I think they recognize the iOS, uh, I don't know, am I making any sense no because, <laughs> because I
1: mean, iOS is, is a bit more like privacy focused ah, and, and, yeah, uh, yeah. so also recording audio is, is a you know I mean like they don't want your phone to be tapped uh, I that see is, yeah. Yeah. so it's shit, a very big man. part of, of buying an iPhone you know you have yeah. to work around that la. but uh, yeah,
0: if we find a way we'll probably also be arrested la. so <laughs> why <laughs> no because I think that the thing about the, the privacy I know I Apple, see. Apple uh, does goes to a lot of um, lengths to yeah, protect or even detect infringes yeah. infringements of their their, their operating platform. La. Oh, I but, see. Yeah. But it's interesting you see that la, because Android still feels like a wild, wild west. La, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm know, an iPhone guy. I'm an iPhone guy. Yeah, I'm an iPhone guy. <laughs> yeah, an iPhone guy <laughs>
1: can you just give a quick preview of like, uh, the most interesting guests you have coming on oh, the podcast uh, in the next like one one two months? Because I mean, uh, the, our audience are so uh is is uh you know a lot of them some of them we they tell us they are completely new to podcasts as well Mm. so we feel like okay that's fantastic that you found us but there's also probably a lot of other podcasts that you should listen to that will interest you uh. Mm -hmm. so so maybe it's it's also just a plug to for for your Mm. for your own podcast like what what interesting guests are coming up that so our english
2: medium podcast is plan b mm. i think recently we invited uh, several notable individuals coming in mm. uh dr Chi juan mm. was in mm. Mm. uh dr paul tembaya yeah fantastic i, I think he's a brilliant man yeah coming on board and then his management of, uh, his understanding of COVID and COVID, yeah, yeah. And, and of course uh, in terms of his uh political affinity is crazy mm. And then we also had Minister Ong Ye mm. uh, on board. I'm just quoting. I know it might sound boring, like yeah, hey, wants to listen <laughs> to. You got to give it the way that we had a conversation. He was something. Wow, he was quoting the days of his uh, drafting FTA behind closed yeah. doors with the American yeah. embassy is crazy, like some spy shit, man. <laughs> yeah, I think
0: those three la, those three, mm. yeah. And they're already they, you interviewed them already. No, like, we interviewed like, them, so, yeah. So
1: they're already out there yep oh nice, oh nice nice that is awesome man wow.
0: mm. i mean yeah like like we, we've we we're also trying to do more guest focused podcasts. Mm. because we do three episodes a week two current affairs but every week we try and bring in someone interesting i see so, so what's next uh next we have uh someone who is the founder of singapore's pro wrestling network Ooh. yeah and then potentially yeah. an mma champion well, uh yeah. the, the week after and yeah, I think I think the rest all we're just we're just sowing the seeds Because see, these kind yeah. of things take time also. Yeah. But but we appreciate people taking their time to come down la. Nice, nice. Yeah. yeah. And I I really appreciate you guys doing this. Mm-hmm. I mean,
2: I've been fans since day one. Fuck yeah, man! Oh, really, really, I am. Yeah. I think in fact, on the way here, I was thinking, why you never do the the pranks that you used to do? I thought that was fantastic, <laughs> man. I don't know whether is oh. it because. You felt the need to like not do that anymore. Is it a face or is it more of like um mm. I, I think I'm not gonna
0: take that sort of risk anymore? I think like at some point around 2016, 2017, mm. it started getting a bit hard to do those videos oh, because the moment people see me in public, oh, they know something's up. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, and then we're like, okay, this is getting a bit harder. But also creatively, like my interest and I think Terrence as well, mm. um, was the moment we caught the bug of being involved in a long form show with HBO, yeah. right? We realized that, oh shit, that's actually very interesting. Like you a three-minute video, you can cover, you can scratch the surface of something. Yes. For the eight episode series, oh. you can tell deeper stories. Like, and that's what that's what is my gem now, like, longer form content. I see. Um, and then when COVID hit last year, you couldn't film outside. So I'm not saying we won't go back to that because sometimes when I see a good social experiment Mm-mm-mm. uh right. done in a way that is tasteful, but also yeah. there's a point because I'm like, fuck, that is genius. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. I would love to, <laughs> to go, go do that sometime. And some of the concepts you are pitching now or developing <sighs> yeah. involve that sort of, of social experiment. La. But yeah. not just like me trying to use cheesy pickup lines, but something mm, yeah. bigger and more elaborate. La. I understand. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, when you mentioned like,
2: fuck, that's genius, not as I age, right? Mm like from time to time I'll just go to YouTube or TikTok and like thinking what oh, is genius and then you think you'll be thinking uh, but it's too much work for me yeah, I'm not gonna do
0: it <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I not I don't talk to you, talk to you. No, I mean in some way podcasting kind of spoils you yeah because it's so it's such a beautiful medium I Dude, fucking right. love creating it but there's also like there's a certain sense of how you say it uh, laziness just say. I would say comfort. Comfort. Ah, com- comfort. 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 You know, like doing video pranks on the street is like seven, eight hours outside in the hot sun. Uh-huh, uh-huh, Dude, uh-huh. now we are in a studio, aircon is fucking right. awesome. You're right. You're yeah. right. And, and, and yeah. I, I think there's a
2: there's a danger to that, especially for yeah, us. Yeah, there is like, a danger. A lot of people are saying, why are you not rolling out videos and all that? Uh, mm. You know, some of your episodes should be video podcasts. I was like, dude it takes a lot of time to edit man yeah, so we exactly. just we just pay for someone to do it and we, when we are the budget we'll do it If yeah. not we'll just stick to you know the bread and butter ah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i think
0: that is a very important because we are also facing that now we want mm. to scale up but at the same time you want to you don't want to ramp up and like because we have also seen people ramp up and get a team of true. 80 people true but then then something's got to give man yeah. and i would rather like we build slowly slowly and and have that sort of stability like, cuz last year was fuck Rocky for everyone, mm. and if we had a huge team, right, mm. it would be terrible like, because right. we would have to right. lay off people. Right. Right. So now that's the model, and thankfully, yeah, we are getting to do the shows we want to do. We have built this wonderful community and able to get guests like you on, mm. like. so we are fucking thankful for this. Like, like mm.
2: I'm thinking, do you watch Smosh? You, uh, yeah. yeah. last time, yeah. you know yeah. how
0: back then, like both of the
2: hosts, right? Yeah, used to front the videos, yeah, yeah. and yeah. then they took a step back and they they um announced like a whole new lineup yeah. who were under the brand of Smosh. Yeah, I was thinking, like, maybe Ministry of Funny, you have like interns coming on board and you <laughs> mm. train them to do
0: videos, and you, you just be the guy. To tell them, or you do this, you do that. At some point, I don't know whether that ever crossed your mind. At some point, it did cross my mind. Yeah. Yeah, But then also, like, we also try and study or look to the West or the people that we admire and Mm. how they have built their dynasties and empires and all. And to me, right now, I would rather be able to do a few Mm. Kick Cash projects a year. I see. Like fucking build up a brand of even if it's just um a smaller team, but Mm. everything we do is great. As opposed to churning out a lot ah, of I see. content, like. mm. so So yeah, yeah. I just want to understand, like, I know you all been doing like a
2: lot of long forms, right? Yeah, mm. yeah. And is that like the future? Will your funny be one day like shooting a full length movie, and will it be like the next Jack Neo thing or whatever? No, what? I mean, Jack I mean, I mean, like No, I don't that. know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. what was the vision? Like, I yeah. because I I grew up. technically I, I already grew up, lah. But I I, I yeah. consume yeah. you guys.
0: Since yeah, since yeah since yeah.
2: the short forms were the ones that I fall in love with yeah, yeah. and I, I I felt that in this space mm. even in this day and age we don't have that like when I mm, look at right, people yeah. like Vitaly I look at you know yeah. uh P, uh Joshua Pellin who yeah. does this uh kind of pranks and also their own and and like even dude perfect mm, yeah. there's none of that here in Singapore mm. and I think you guys like embody that there's this sense of craziness, unpredictability mm. uh, of the uh, things oh. that you do.
1: I mean, the the maybe it also comes with age, lah, right? As <laughs> you <laughs> meet, you're 35 and above, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 I was yeah, like, yeah. I'm just sitting there watching Harish like in the sun, like running up to girls, trying to see, try I and see, talk to I them, or clothes being turned off, uh, 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 pulled see, off. Yeah, and his he, underwear, literally like, and in front of the merlion, I. I got my intern pulling his clothes off <laughs> and then uh, you know the tourists all laughing and then I'm like, you know, this guy he went to university, got a degree, mother very so happy. fuck you while to... recording <laughs> your deputy. <laughs> well, like, because I'm really there behind the camera, I laugh so But then after like how I mean, you got you wanna get married, have girlfriend, all this yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Like beyond no, thirty-five, how to keep maintaining. No, that? so la. so
0: but the caveat is so when I say like I would love to do something bigger, mm. to me one of my idols is Sasha Baron Cohen. You know, Ooh, that, oh yeah. Big, correct, correct, correct. yeah. So he's still yeah. wearing underwear in public. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah But yeah, it's yeah. part of a bigger thing. And a I bigger, would like—I yeah, look at him. We I'm like, "Fuck, man! Yeah. This guy is a legend." Yeah, like, right? He has—he—he—he yeah, right. he pro- he does such impactful comedy, but it's yeah. so ridiculous. Mm. And that is a fucking big inspiration for me. Like. True. Mm. So if we were ever to go back into social experiments, I don't mm. want it to just be a three-minute video. I yeah. see, like a yeah, fucking movie, you know, or like a biggest thing. So we've
1: pitched things like. Let, let's get like the most number of balloons ever collected in Singapore, float across the Singapore river, that kind of thing, you know? Ooh. Or uh, take the drone when drones were a new thing. Yeah. Bring a drone, bring a Tay up there, then get it to tip over such that we have the most tallest state Oh, te-tari. hey, yeah. fuck. You like that, do that, man. Yeah, so
0: we have all that uh. ideas in our back. It's been rejected by everyone we pitched it to. <laughs> Why? But at some point, we are going to fucking make it happen. Hey, dude, like, dude you know. I
2: can connect you to people who want these shits. <laughs> dude, fucking, yeah. Like De Sarbat or whatever. Can you imagine? Yeah. They would
0: want to be part of this. Yeah, 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 dude, fucking, let's, like, I mean, like, like not just talking about it, I'm getting excited yeah, again. The longest state dude. That, yeah, that's a show, man. Yeah, exactly. And you, you, now with technology, no, we, we, okay, we, we should have
2: said this because people will copy.
0: Malaysia will
1: copy. <laughs> <laughs> so all these kind of things we want to do, but... You need a you know, like time and the budget see, and, and, and all these things. Yeah. Like. So so, so is, like
0: uh, what you said, you know, there's so many things to do. Yeah. But yeah. we're also trying to do it in a way that's sustainable. But mm. bro, like that kind of that bug of like putting people in a spot and yeah and getting responses will never leave me and I I think never leave us. I, I see. But it needs to be more than just a three-minute video. Yeah. So when I look at Borat, I'm like, fuck man, this guy's a genius. Yeah. yeah but yeah, it's yeah. part of one big ass plan. True. True. So True. If, if if you say definitely we want to make a feature film. Uh, we want to make TV series. We were we are working on a live talk show uh, series now, uh, and developing that la you've
2: had, you've done a feature film before, right? No, we did oh. a
0: TV series, eight episodes. Oh, yeah, TV, yeah. Series, uh. yeah. TV series, yeah. Don't
1: mind
2: uh. sharing, like, how much do these things cost, uh? I know it I mean, costs a ton,
0: right?
1: The yeah. budgets are usually like three, four hundred up to a, you know, I've heard million or so lah. Like Crazy. Like in the Rio Singapore everything. context lah. Like in in Singapore context. And it's yeah. expensive, right? That's, consi- that that's considered pretty high budget for Singapore. I but see. But in other countries it might be considered, yeah, you know.
2: And how much are you all looking to collect before you all start your feature?
1: Oh, uh, you mean like raising the money? Yeah. You know? Uh, I mean, a lot of times it's, we we so far what we've worked on is we've been commissioned by a network. I see whether it's MediaCorp or oh, previous sales Hope they commission us to I see. write and produce it, la, and, mm, and yeah. then do everything. But um, uh, that that even that process of getting there, being commissioned, mm. is a very long process. Are there it's, a lot of
2: players in the market? Uh, yeah they are yeah, they are lot, like yeah. every
0: pitch you'll get people pitching like crazy like especially last year when production houses everything came to a standstill so Ooh, everyone, everyone is trying hungry, to yeah, everyone is trying hungry. to build up their slate for when borders i mean like the restrictions open start filming yeah. so everybody was pitching but that's where like what you said one thing is stamina there'll mm. be a lot of people who pitch mm. but whether they can carry on pitching mm. whether they can iterate their concepts i mean some of our concepts that have gotten greenlit and made into a pilot or series mm. were things that we pitched three years ago no one gave a shit, <laughs> but we have that pdf in our g drive i see la. so when a pitch comes up we're like okay maybe this one three years ago couldn't work but eh, it deals with stock exchange you know there was game stock maybe yeah. it's a bit more relevant now you know people are mm. retail investing has gone up yeah then we pitch it la. so part of it is also it makes it easier to deal with rejection because <laughs> we cannot reject that how many times really bro? Wait, how's
2: the i've never gone to these pitches yeah. before, so i don't know how what is like. Process, yeah, yeah, yeah. the process like, proposals, I know for for clients, there's a
0: lot of ding-dong that happens. Yeah. Like yeah. With this, you see, like a lot of back and forth. So, But the back and forth happens if you make it past the first round. I so see. a lot of these pictures, they would just say, okay, to all production houses or anyone who's interested, some Singapore, some regional, some global, mm. uh, we are looking for this. You have to prepare like a 10-page document with this, pictures, posters, and we spend a lot of time. La. And sometimes all we get is an email uh thanks for submitting oh my god uh but Mm. you didn't make it Mm. sometimes no email then you're like wow wow." and it used to hurt a lot it still hurts but now it's almost like okay the deadline forces us to Mm. put our thoughts down Mm. if it doesn't make it this time it it's still something we iterate and pitch which what you say
1: so when you say stamina i also think um, having creativity and Mm. thinking laterally is important like what you said about you you're doing a podcast you're building a brand. But you also think about okay, what products can we sell yeah. to make it? So I I kind of see when you are what what we're doing also is kind of similar in that we think mm. laterally, like we're doing a podcast, and then maybe that makes us stand out more. Our brand stands True. out more when we pitch a TV show or something. We yes. say how come how can you your two are not even like uh, you know forty years old yet how yeah. can you write about. Why an old man is thinking, mm. saying, but you know, but we've interviewed people, we've yeah. talked to a lot of people, and we understand how, uh, you know, someone who went to Afghanistan and, and yeah, got yeah. you know de-radicalized and came back. So we can write a show about terrorism, you know. So, so, uh, so these things, um, as much as they all like, seem to be all scattered in the universe, like Steve Jobs say, like, You know, like only one day when you look back, then you see how the the lines connect the dots. Like.
2: Ooh, that's right. powerful, man. Yeah. 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 So so it, that's why true. I I, mean,
1: I you know like. Like 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 you, I, I in some way I, I feel like we, we also feel like we're stabbing the duck trying to see True. what works, what works. True. But somehow it will all connect and, and you only know that it connects when you look back one day. Yeah, and
0: and it yeah. really helps to have a community, like because we mm. even did a scripted audio pilot for Audible. You mm-hmm. know, the company that does audio books. Now they yeah, are yeah, they yeah. are going into commissioning stories told only through audio. Oh, the one that you got featured in the yeah, life. Yeah, oh, yes, 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 yes. What's that so,
2: about what sorry I what is
0: scripted podcast? I, there's something <laughs> that when I see, what is... Okay, so you know <laughs> yeah, a 30-minute Netflix show? Yeah, right? yeah. It's a story you watch. Okay. Scripted podcast is a story but no
1: visuals. So like, it's like people talking. Ah. You said it, theater of the mind. Yeah. Ah. Ah. So imagine you're watching a theater show. I see. But just as a, someone, like, yeah. like people talking and reading something. I see, I see, yeah. I, see yeah. I see. So there's Very no narrator. More. It's basically you have to
0: play with using sound effects to make this person sound like he's on a phone call. Then if he goes from his house to a cafeteria, you fill the space <laughs> with the sound of a cafeteria, <laughs> and it's a it's a different writing experience. Lah. But when we saw that pitch, and we saw, again, globally, more and more scripted stories coming yeah. out, like fuck, it's going to happen in Singapore sometime, uh then we sort the of pitch we're like okay last time we got rejected and the concept we pitched which is about a time where people can sell shares of themselves on a stock exchange mm. and when their investors buy stocks your life is now controlled by your investors like i yeah. see and then we're like okay this is a cool concept and literally last year you know there was the gamestop scenario yeah. with reddit and people were investing more and people more people knew about stock exchanges we're like, okay mm. feels like the time is right yeah. uh where can we set it in okay then we put it in prison you know like a marginalized section of society ex-prisoners maybe this is the way so then you piece it together you tweak and then you you pitch it so then it became a 35 Mm. minute story where the entire story is told just through audio and crazy and if Mm. you and i would never have thought it was possible until i listened to certain things that were hollywood was creating and like oh fuck. This is interesting. So we did that. La. Mm. And when we released it, we announced this on a podcast. And immediately our listeners went to listen there. Mm. And now of the 10 pilots, we have the most ratings. We have the most comments. Fantastic, and hopefully man. that's turned into a full series. La. Cool. So so it's almost like like what you, you guys were saying, connecting the dots. It's mm, like mm, mm, mm. you need to do multiple things. True. Because if you put all your eggs in one basket, yeah. something happens, you get fucked. La and just yeah. before this we, I, was, I was saying you know with Spotify now they're great for introducing podcasts to mm. people but at some point they're gonna make some tweak Yeah, and it might fuck us all over la, so yes. it's important we diversify la. true it's mm. very interesting yeah. when you mentioned about the I think that's something really up your
2: alley right mm. like Telling a story, yeah. mm. and then like uh, narrating it—not even narrating it, like presenting it in a way that because you are, you all know long forms, you understand yeah. the pauses, you yeah. know where to put a climax and yeah. all yeah. that, yeah. and you translate that skill into
0: audio. Yeah. That's something that we do not have. Yeah, so mm. I think that's
2: really special. But
0: bro, like if you want to chat, we can talk because I think what you guys do—you guys are storytellers already. Mm. And it's just about finding a way to package it. And, mm. and there's so much potential, bro. Like we yeah. literally converted this office into a studio for that project. I see. Yeah. They like, hey, fuck, this is our podcast studio. So, <laughs> so, so, so yeah, yeah. The, the tentage and all, we set it up because we, we figured, okay, if we want to do it well, mm. we need to do it right. Yeah. yeah. What advice will you give me? Like, it,
2: like well, right now, like you've seen the things that I've yeah. done, right? I, I like to like from time to time, just,
0: you know, take some nuggets based on whatever you said about your your goals yeah and like
2: at times I feel uh, I always think to myself how long will this shit last mm. it, it feels yeah, good yeah, right yeah, now yeah uh, because you know you, you're still building and then because the money is good. Yeah. Mm. But I don't know how, how long this shit will last. This, is like, this mm. is like
1: Ronaldo turning to us and asking, hey, can you give me <laughs> no, How to keep it? Yeah. <laughs> no, <but> sometimes <laughs> you, you see
2: it from a different angle, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah true, like, true. Uh, and, and, and I always I always feel that at times, uh, I'll get into arguments with my partners that we're not pushing hard enough. Mm. You know, mm. I think we, we're becoming predictable.
3: Mm. You know, that sort of
2: thing. Mm. Like, is being predictable good? Or, or or should we switch it up? Like, what? I don't know. At times, like, and uh, you can see the numbers. right? Mm. Like, at times, mm-hmm. there there are certain episodes they they plateau mm. and I think, like. So what? What do you guys want? Do, do you want more raunchy content? Should mm. I bring in a CBN inside and we sit on it or whatever? You <laughs> know, shit like that, So I I really at times I like, I'm groping yeah. in the dark. True, true, yeah, true. I yeah. don't know what, is, I mean, what I, is what
1: anymore. I guess for me, one very surprising thing was like, yeah, these scripted audio podcasts. Mm-hmm. I actually, um, yeah, in, in, in even in my research, I actually enjoyed them a lot. And I don't think I would have possibly enjoyed them without having had that bridge of listening to podcasts, like like just people talking uh, podcasts. Mm-hmm. And then I opened my, my mind to like, okay, scripted podcasts, the possibilities. And um, it's a complete different medium from normal, normal mm-hmm. like like mm-hmm. conversational podcast because we are going back into a very long history of BBC, true, War of the Worlds, Orson Wells, you know, narrating yeah. War of the Worlds and and all that, and so we're going and you if you look even further back, we're going back to the history of mm. sitting by a fireplace and then uh, someone, yeah. has an old person, telling a story and everything, uh, mm-hmm. and that's where I think. Um, the ground is ripe again for mm. for this, this medium again. You like. know,
2: really interesting, like my, my eyes just lit when you mentioned about scripted podcast. So what we yeah. call it in Malay radio is called Bangsawan. Mm. 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 So mm. for the longest time in, yeah. in, in, in traditional radio, uh, there is a slot every single weekend mm. where they will re-enact certain things. Uh, I mean, it's like a drama, mm. but an audio form. Yeah. But during the time I quit, uh, the listenership for that particular segment mm. Seriously, nobody listens to that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think because of the stories that they tell. Mm-hmm. So at the point I was thinking, like, what if I listen to the to the to the Bangsa one that they are doing yeah. on the older uh, because I was in the younger station, right? Yeah. To the older station, and we fucking parodied the hell out of it. Yeah. In mm. the young, things like that, Like how how you have taken, like you what you, what you said is, is true. Like scripted audio mm-hmm. is is something like a radio heritage, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you've managed to rehash it, yeah. and present it,
1: uh more palatably to the current listening audience maybe Mm. maybe, but it might also just be a time and place thing. I see. Like this audience, like like remember podcast early 2000s, there was a a little bit of a blip yes. because when everyone buying iPods, ah, then there were people downloading podcasts and all yeah, that quite yeah. interesting. Mr. Brown was big then, right? Yeah, Mr. Brown. Then, yeah. then after that it just uh nobody listened. Then suddenly Serial, the podcast in America, I see. Picked up. And then people were literally like meeting up to listen to a podcast together. Mm-hmm. And then it started another trend. A lot of people started experimenting and things. So I think we are at a stage where people are getting re-educated again. The, the joys of listening to long-form, you know, radio. Mm. and, and, and Not a radio, but on my own time, you know, yeah. when I'm doing dishes and all that. They're, they're, they're listening to it and they're being trained to understand that, oh, actually, maybe even like a scripted podcast. So yeah. I, uh, if you listen to, don't, don't say America, but Singapore, the Aware Saga podcast.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought
1: it was, I mean, to be honest, like by the end of it, I was in tears, uh. Mm, it affected mm. me like i was that touched by it, that that moved by the podcast uh. and not because i knew the people who were doing it but because the content like really spoke to me in, as a singaporean and all that as well this, so, this scripted sorry yeah, yeah, so, yeah i mean it was entirely scripted it's not mm. narrative in that sense la, but it was scripted and it was It's almost a,
0: like a documentary la. it was
1: like a documentary mm. that yeah. i was only i when i drive i look forward to listening to it no?
2: So your the scripted podcast that you all do, right? It it's, it's a, a, fiction? a it's fiction. It's fiction. It's fiction. fiction, yeah,
1: it's yeah, fiction. Yes. So we got sex. voice. Uh, sex or yeah, sex scenes.
0: Not yet. <laughs> you should put. Yeah, on. Definitely, it definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely.
3: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. like yeah.
0: Definitely. not
2: physically doing it? Just like. Uh. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. Definitely. And yeah, it can be done in the studio. Our yeah. sound engineer tells us before. Right? Yeah. He, he and his his hand. Created a lot of uh, love scenes With him in his mouth and his head before Dude, you, yes. know, re, you know In
2: 2019 Before we got cancelled What sort of content we're doing We're like uh, We um, mm. We wanted to do Like a, a storyline mm. Like we retell a story yeah, yeah. Uh, A scandalous story uh, And then we We didn't have any female voice <laughs> So we We said to our listeners Our 54% Of the female demography of listeners Say We are doing an audition <laughs> So you can uh, give us a sample of how you moan, <laughs> mm. and then we react to it. And, and they sent. Oh. They sent, bro. <laughs> <laughs> there were so many emails, and then we're like, what the fuck did we,
3: that
2: we have done? And the then we just gates. yeah, we we played the first mb three, and then they're like, oh, then like, ah, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> what is it? I thought it was fun. I was like, oh my gosh. I don't know whether we can still do that sort of shit. Fuck it, oh. let's like, just do
0: it, Annex. <laughs> no, no, but you know, on, on that note, if you have such yeah. a loyal fan base willing yeah, to yeah. do so much, you know, going back to the question about what what we would suggest. I mean, this is something that I I'm also trying to do, is to pay attention to the intersection of content and tech. I see. Yeah. Because I think like, you know, there's one thing about selling products, yeah. you know, uh, food or, or um, consumer mm. good or yeah. merch. Yeah. But it, those sort of things, I feel it's not the most, how you say uh, uh it's not the most scalable because it's still True. a physical thing. You're right. And now there's mm. so much happening in mm. the creator space in the US, mm. like fucking so much. There's certain software being used to help edit podcasts. It blows my mind. And I think- True you you have so much expertise in a domain. Mm. And I'm sure if you wanted to hook up with technical people to build something, right? There's a lot of potential there. I see. And I think once once you have a, a tech platform or something, even if you wanted to go down the VC path, you want to raise mm. money, there's potential there. Mm. If you wanted to just get a team and, and build a platform that ultimately can sustain itself, there's potential there. So that's the kind of stuff that we are trying to work on. And I we see. have an idea that we are developing because it feels yeah. like that is the future and we are trying to while the audio space is hot right there's a lot of potential mm. a lot and you all have so much first of all you have data you have experience you have uh, credibility and it feels like if you want to make something happen right there's I so see. much you can fucking do man, yeah, oh, man. that's great man we yeah.
1: will say that the podcast scene now it reminds us so much of YouTube in twenty thirteen, twenty fourteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yes, and, and just not not just in the community, but but yeah, like what he said, like, mm. like, oh I'm gonna create this thing that transcribes your podcast and then, you know, helps you to yeah. blah, blah, blah. then we're like, well how come this is not it hasn't been created yet? Like YouTube created this like in 2014 true, already. So true. why is it only now coming? Oh, you know, then then, mm, then you okay. hear all that company got acquired by YouTube. Acquired, mm. And then we're like,
0: wow, shit. So there's is this gold rush coming? Yeah, now? there's a bunch of people who created these apps where it auto, yeah, automatically transcribes your videos yeah. and you pay a monthly fee. Ah. And, and it helps because, you know, like being a content creator, what you say is there are certain revenue streams that you never know, they might just evaporate. I see. And what we are trying to do is build up something a bit more sustainable so that if... The, the long-form TV shows get take a while longer if a company mm. liquidates or something. Yeah, yeah. We are not fucked over. La. True. Because yeah. the end goal is still to create content. Mm-hmm. But leveraging our experience in content to build something that makes it more sustainable. La. I see. Because I see. once you rely on people to make your TV show and all, wow, it's fucking, it's part of the game. Mm-hmm. But then you're at their uh, at their whims oh, and you're right you're right uh, you're right and More and great insights man. yeah tech and dude i can go on talking about this for fucking ever after <laughs> this also like like it feels like there's so many things we can follow up on we yeah. collaborate on and yeah la, let, let's see what happens man yeah. sure we will we yeah will. let's do this but... yeah Wow, what a what a encouragement. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, to, to end off oh, uh yeah. to, to to end off with the one shock thing like okay. so so we can go first to give yeah. you an idea to to wrap your head, get a suggestion. All right. Uh so yeah, Terence, what's your one shock oh, thing? Why don't you go first? Okay. To so my one shock thing is a recent podcast that I heard between Joe Rogan and Neil Bloomkamp. Bloomkamp. Well, yeah. mm. Um because have you watched the movie District Nine or not? Shit, no! Oh, I, you dude, know, I have a problem committing to Netflix shows nowadays. Huh? I don't know whether it's on Netflix. Mm. It's a oh, it's movie a, that came movie, out. Yeah, yeah yes uh, ago, a few yeah. years ago, and it's one of my all-time favorite movies. Like, it's about this this. It's set in South Africa, and where these aliens, instead of coming to Earth and conquering Earth, right? Uh-huh. They are almost put in refugee camps. I see, um, and and it's a very different take on aliens, and it also had a lot of political uh, satire and commentary about mm. the, the situation in South Africa, like the, the appetite and, and that whole dynamic. Yeah. And that was his first movie as a young filmma- filmmaker. And then after that, he made Elysium and he has a filmmaker, I think he's so unique and, and interesting. And the podcast is interesting with Joe Rogan because he talks like he's a fucking smart guy. And mm. the way he thinks about stories also is, is yeah. very mind boggling. It's nice to hear, like, from that space, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, how, what's the thought
2: process like? Yeah. I don't know whether, I don't know, like, do the young actually listen to this whole shit?
0: I, I hope mean, is so. It, is it mm. because we're getting old? That's so why we want to know, I, like, the thought process and all that. I don't know, man. I think anybody wanting to do anything creative, uh-huh. as much as I, hate, as I know there's so much talent in yeah. Asia, yeah. Yeah. sometimes yeah. you got to look outside of Asia True. to learn. True. And True. when True. I look at creators like this, he's, he's from South Africa and he made his first movie, the the star of that show was a mm. friend of his who had never acted before. Yeah. And Crazy, right? Yeah. It's, and like it's such a good movie. Mm. So so it's just a very interesting podcast. Like, and with Joe Rogan, it's a very conversational thing. It's not too <laughs> yeah. deep, but yeah, it's fucking great. Like. I loved yeah, it. That's great,
1: man. Uh, my One Shook thing is also a podcast. Mm. Uh-huh. Uh, I recently... So chose, like, one shock. Yeah. it
2: can be anything, right? It can anything, be anything. Okay. As long as it, it even can, a video or anything. As long as, as it
1: can be shared with our audience. Yeah, okay. A link that they can <laughs> click on. Yeah. Uh, it's a podcast called... Well, there must be
2: a link that they can click on.
1: Uh, uh I oh, no, 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 no. Even if it's uh, something like a news article that made you smile or so... Also, see, okay, think, okay. you know, okay. Like any piece of news. Yeah, of so like, many I questions, though. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 because I have it, <laughs> okay, but okay. I don't know whether I can share it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. It's
2: not something clickable per se. It's but like it's, it's, it's a
1: good experience. Ah, that okay, I've okay, had. yeah. yeah. Th- there's okay. someone else okay. can okay. have also la, right. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So as long as, yeah, so it can be shared. Uh yeah, mine's a podcast also. Uh mm-hmm. Smartless, um Jason Bateman, uh Will Will Arnett and uh one more guy, I can't remember who Basically, these Hollywood comedians. Who also star in a, a couple of recent shows that I really got into, like Ozark and uh, BoJack Horseman. I see. And 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 they actually come together, and they like typical Hollywood elites. are just they, I think they do it over Zoom or what. And then they they I record see. the audio, and they come together and they've been doing it for since the start of this COVID nineteen thing. Uh-huh. Uh Every week and just recently they managed to interview like uh, Lebron James. Ooh. You know, and then I see. And, um, it's pretty cool because. They're all just chatting like friends at that level, like asking LeBron how you bring up your kids and things mm-hmm. like that. Uh. So you rarely see get such insights into um into a lot of this Hollywood elite or even like JJ Abrams. Yeah. Their, their, yeah. Their minds, uh. So um even though a lot of the stuff they talk about is very removed from our reality, like, you know, like they talk about, oh, I hung out at the Paramount Studio lot and stuff yeah. like that when I was young. But but just just hearing how a lot of the things that they do in terms of their creative processes, or mm-hmm. how they grew up and found inspiration in various things, and um, I think it's it's quite a nice reminder that that you know when you're talking about doing creative work or even what we're trying to do here with podcasts and all that, it's a uh, it's inspiring. Like it, it helps you realize that these people also face a lot of common struggles. Like LeBron James also has to deal with. Um, you know, his family texting him, asking him, can you mm, give me tickets mm, mm, to go and watch a basketball <laughs> game? And he's like, ah, fuck you. On the yeah, day of the yeah. game where he's trying to concentrate, you know? Yeah. So it just makes them feel much more human. And eh? I really feel like I've never heard any interview where LeBron has talked like that before. Oh, well, that's great, man. Yeah, yeah. So cool. I, I think that that's a pretty cool podcast to check out. Yeah.
2: Cool. Yeah. My one shock thing is, I know, I don't want to burst all your bubbles. I have nothing intellectual to share. But um, I, I found... <laughs> I found out that I love mantis shrimp. Ah! Oh. I discovered that through COVID, like I've been ordering Grab every day. Yeah. So every single day I try to order from a different, yeah. different uh, vendor, right? And I discovered this Chinese store halal, <laughs> halal. And then they put that mantis shrimp. Why? Why? boggles Man, I'm a science kind of person, right? Yeah. I've watched a documentary where do you know that mantis shrimp had the strongest P- punch? Puncher. Yeah, yeah, right? And and, yeah. and at the point of which it it punches. The water surface in front of its punches, right? Uh, It gets to 100 Mm. degrees Celsius. It's crazy, bro. It's just, I'm like, I'm like, that's crazy, man. And I didn't know you can eat them. So So I ordered, I'm like, dude, this. Fucking delicious! I did not know
1: that mantis these things shrimp. exist to as be what, eaten. As what uh, kind of dish or what kind of? Oh, just uh,
2: it, it's eaten like that on its own. Oh okay okay. Like, yeah. like steamed or grilled. Like, uh, I don't know what I don't know. Is it?
1: It's a Chinese. It? I don't
2: know. I there's some <laughs> wordings I can't read it. I did not know. They put down a mantis shrimp. But you eat with rice and, and all that. I like, was supposed to eat with rice, uh, but it was so good. You just it was so good. I just <laughs> ate it like that. <laughs> wow! Fuck! Crazy. Mantis so I'm shrimp. gonna order it again. It Was fucking expensive.
1: It's expensive. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Have you yeah. tried before? I'm sure in some like... Wedding. Uh, yeah, yeah, wedding or something. Oh, this, uh, it's a luxury item. No, I, I think you go to those uh, seafood restaurants, usually yeah. they call uh zi cha and then they generally... I see. They generally cook uh like one dish at mm. a time where you just <laughs> order. <laughs> and You
2: see, you might know this. Yeah. I don't know, bro. Yeah, I don't know yeah, yeah, these yeah, things yeah. exist. You, you, you shrimp.
1: Go, so, you you know, you watch Crazy Rich Asians, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that yeah, yeah. scene when they go to Novena and then uh, they're oh. ordering. It's that kind of store where the owner will come and I'll show you the whole Oh, so menti shrimp is a
0: dish. Is actually... Usually
1: the exotic seafoods you can find at these kind of places. Wow. And usually they will they will serve it to you if they feel like hey you are a bit drunk, right? Hey, or really oh, so or they were expensive. Ah. You know? uh, so, so what so else should I go for,
2: like in terms of exotic know, seafood? Tiger thing. prawn, all this, tiger all this is the okay. very but exotic name But tiger prawn, you know,
0: <laughs> tiger prawn yeah, you tried before. This shrimp. Something new. Something atas lah.
1: So wait, 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 but you never finish the punching is for what again? is to do what nah? No,
2: when 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 it, it's a defense mechanism, right? Oh, when okay, it tries okay. to
1: punch like uh whatever that uh
2: a predator, whatever trying to eat it. Mm. So uh the surface of which uh it punches, yeah. it, it boils to one hundred degrees Celsius because of the speed at which it punches. Mm. Like yes, a gunshot. Wow. Yeah.
0: Well that's crazy. It's man. crazy
2: and it he, he can crack glass.
0: Yeah, which is why you can't keep it as pets. Yeah. i oh. uh, just mind-blown yeah. it. And uh, it actually stun spray like that. Like you see videos yeah. It's yeah, 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 and then you I hear and it just eats the prey yeah it's oh. delicious uh, but, for, but it's I a, mean, shrimp, like, it's, it's it's a yes. shrimp it's a shrimp it's a shrimp it's like a lobster like. and it can be eaten yeah, yeah it can be eaten You wow. like,
2: should try it sorry Is um, <laughs> it, um, it like is there like yeah i think i'm gonna choose? have it uh, right
0: after this <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: that is wow, awesome
2: yeah. bro What? Right.
0: wow that, that's what that's a, such an interesting one trip thing that's a good, it job, is a, a bro. good yeah. thing. i, good I was toying
2: between sharing that and also this movie i watched in netflix called the passengers Ah. With that's Jennifer right. Lawrence, and yeah, uh, I thought it was like kind of a basic movie, but I enjoyed it though. It so,
0: but maybe we can put a link to a short video of a mantis oh, shrimp yeah. in action uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. in the description. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Crazy. that's crazy. That yeah, and then you can go look on Grab to eat it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. Okay. laughs> go find it on Grab. <laughs> cool, man. Yeah, all right, all right Thanks, bro. Man. Thanks so much Thanks. for coming. This is been awesome. Thank you for inviting. Yeah. Cheers, I really bro. enjoyed myself. Okay, all right. Thanks so much, and we will talk to y'all soon.